everybody, and welcome to Dude Logic today. This is lucky number 13, our Bizarro episode. So today, I'm AJ, introducing my man Chris. What's going on, Chris? How are you doing today? Hey, what's up, AJ? I, I just want to say thank you to all the listeners out there for, for listening in, writing in, giving us all your feedback. We love what we do, and we do it for you guys. So keep writing in, emailing, tweeting, everything that you do. We do it for you. Let's get it. That's what I'm saying. And we're, we're happy to have you here today on Dude Logic, where we call this Refined Barbershop Talk. It's a place for guys to talk about things guys talk about and for women to benefit from hearing it and giving us a little bit about your perspective on life as well. So, Chris, is there anything that happened this week that you want to talk about? Anything that's on your mind, man? Man, you know, a lot of stuff happens, but uh, I, I just want I just have one question to present. Where is the plane? Where is the, where is the plane? Where Ooh. is the plane? Wow. That's something I feel like we need to talk about. And you know what? I feel like we need to have a few more perspectives on that. So I'm happy to introduce two guests to the show today. Bizarro, number 13. Remember, this is a bizarre episode, listeners. Number 13. I want to go ahead and welcome back our friend, Anthony. Anthony, say hello to the listeners. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Dude Logic family in the world, abroad, here in the country, here, everywhere else. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Always a pleasure. Always. It's, it's a pleasure to have you every time, sir. Thank you for coming. And I want to go ahead and take this opportunity to introduce our second guest today. New to the show, first time, and a lady, Miss Ayana. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Doing well. Say hello to the listeners of the world. Hello. All right. So, now that I've done that, got that out of the way, Chris, why Malaysia? Why the plane? <laughs> it's it's. Did I just get the wrong? See, it's the right country, it's right? an elaborate scheme, right? If you want to grandstand and and have this situation where you know someone can hijack a plane, and they can hijack maybe a fleet of planes, you start out with one plane that mysteriously goes missing and you build a random <laughs> airport somewhere that would make a plane turn left. Airplane, airport that is uncharted. Someone knows where it is. They make a hard left turn. They go there. And now you can just break it down really quickly, get that plane hidden, and then there you go. Here's your first plane in your fleet. You're going to see some disappear in the near future. So what, you think wow. someone's amassing an army? I think so. You think someone's building building a fleet? Yep. Absolute Chris, warfare. I'm, I'm, Chris, I'm going to need you to go and do some research on that this week for me and bring it back if you're going to make that type of assertion on the show. What do you mean, I do some research to, on this? Oh, you want me to go to Malaysia? I need you to have Malaysia? some evidence. <laughs> I need you to have some evidence. See, here's the thing. Uncharted island. I have to say, I, I'm, I'm of the mindset where I don't want any... I'm, I mentioned this online not so long ago. I don't want anyone to find out what happened to this plane. I hope they never find it, and I hope no one ever knows what happened to it. And here's why. Because this modern world is so a just-Google-it-right-now kind of world. Like, every answer you could possibly imagine is at your fingertips. There's no shortage of information. We're in a world where you can access any piece of information you want at any given time. I like that there's still certain mysteries about this world that the Internet and Google can't solve for you. And that, the, the, being able to say, I don't know, is one of the most important things, I think, that you can learn in life. Because there are certain things that you just can't know and that you'll never know. And I think eventually we will figure out what happened to this plane. 
but I really kind of hope that no one does, and I hope it's just a mystery, and I hope it's just something that lingers forever. But Anthony, I'll provide a different viewpoint here. What if the reason that no one knows about it is just because everyone's looking in the wrong place? Instead of Googling it, why don't you Bing it? <laughs> that would be so funny if you could find it on like Alta Vista or one of these archaic search engines that no one, like Ask Jeeves knows where the plane is, but Google has no idea. Right. You know what? Yeah. Oh my God, y'all got me a hit cackling. Oh my you God. You know what? Don't cover your mouth up. The world needs to hear that. Uh, that's what we're here for. Oh, that's what we're doing here on Dude Logic. We're bringing the ladies to a place where they're smiling and they're content with life. That was a beautiful laugh. That was a beautiful laugh. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers to that. Just want to say for all you Dexter fans out there, in season six, they spoke about how you can go online and search Elliot instead of using Google. Apparently, it's better. Interesting. For Dexter fans out there. Nice. Hmm. There you go. <laughs> so, Chris, what what else? What other musings do you have in your mind today? Hmm. Musings. Well, you know, actually, I I am pretty interested. I know we talked a little bit a few episodes ago about uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yes. And recently, on St. Patrick's Day, Kermit the Frog came on. Kermit yes, the Frog. I saw this. Kermit I watched it on my phone. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. Yes, Kermit, Kermit the Frog, Frog was on there. And he's saying it ain't easy being green. Yeah. Except on St. Patty's Day. Yeah, except on St. Patty's Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of easy to be green right. on yeah. St. Patty's Day. You're literally yeah. encouraged to be green on St. Patty's Day. Yeah. But green's my favorite yeah. uh, color. It's, it's a great it's color. It's pretty. It is a very pretty color. They associate green with intelligence when it's on your car. Is that so? It is. Ah, there is, they there is a study that has been done. <laughs> Hallmark of reliable information when someone says, "Yo, someone did a study once." Yeah, a study's been done. Anyway, go a ahead. Study has been done, and I am completely lying about this study. Right. I just want to smart. I want to sound smart. Okay, that's the ticket. Uh, no, but seriously, I've heard it's it's one of those. I guess it's one of those old sayings where. You know, they say hey, if someone has a green card, they're more they're more likely to be an intelligent person. I have no idea where that correlation came from, but yeah, that's what people say. Interesting. Those people. Dude, logic pro tip: go paint your green car, car green. I, does neon green count? Yep. Oh, mm. it's terrible. Because that's like the worst. Right, it hurts my eyes. My mom had a green car, and my aunt had a green car. What type of green car? Um. Gosh, it was an import. Oh, gosh. Oh. Can you say that like a little louder? It was an import. Um. <laughs> I think we have just identified a difference between dude and chick logic on the show. Thank you very much for <laughs> yeah. that. What? What? No, and it's nothing wrong with it. But as a dude, I would say the majority of men are in some way fascinated by cars, by vehicles. Not everybody, but the majority of us. And my sisters, from my own personal experience, and I would I would venture to say some several of the females that I do know are not very attuned to the details within a car. Hmm. But for my female friends who are into it, they know everything there is to know about them. Right. Backwards and forwards. It's pretty interesting. I believe it. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I I 
know where to put gas in it. I can tell and then you. I know where the mechanic's <laughs> phone number is. Right. Exactly. I know where the mechanic is. Just get the essentials. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know how to change a tire. Hmm. Excellent. And that's something that I definitely will be teaching my my daughters one day. How to change a tire. That's. I feel like that's something that every human being needs to know how to do. Yo, there's nothing worse than a adult. dude that doesn't know how to change a tire. Oh man. That is. Yeah. Mm. I'm not. I'm Sorry, the least like kind of traditionally manly guy in the world, but I have changed so many tires. It's. I know how to do it. Exactly. In my sleep. I mean, it's just something exactly. everyone needs to know. Absolutely. Exactly. You know. So, so AJ, what I heard you saying is you're not going to teach your sons how to change a tire because they should know coming out of the womb. Uh, I did not say that. <laughs> I was merely speaking to the fact that there is sexual inequality and when parents describe things that they want to do with their children. So rather than saying I would teach my son, I wanted to, to say that I would teach my daughters as well. Their first, their first rattle is going to okay. be a hex wrench. Is what he's, is what he's yeah, saying. Pretty much. So you can dodge a set. wrench, <laughs> you can dodge a ball. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is that, oh, is man. Don't be in here quoting this. Oh, man. man. Oh, man. You know what's funny? A friend of mine uh, is not is working right now on a movie set with Vince Vaughn. And you know what he says about him? Unwavering eye contact. <laughs> Unwavering. Wow. Apparently, he apparently, apparently he walked by him one time, and, and apparently Vince Vaughn was just he was just jamming out, yeah. just not uh, you know no music in his ears at all, just yeah. in his head, just jamming out. Just looked at my friend, and just didn't break eye contact <laughs> at all. Just stared him directly in his eyes the whole time, just jamming out. Oh. Incredible. I was that like, sounds, that's it's amazing. That that's fun. amazing. That's right. that's why he's able to do the things that he does. That's that's how film. Vince Vaughn rolls. He, he locks in. He does lock in in his character. Right, right. He seems like, like he's he really does that tall. eye thing a lot. Prolonged eye contact. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Chris, what do you have to say about that? Prolonged eye contact. Hey, hey, I saw. I just saw him in the internship. Was, oh, was that movie good? And in order it was to get a in good that role, movie. Was it really? Right? Chris, what do you think about it? <laughs> I liked it, man, and it was actually okay. It wasn't quite accurate. I will say, I have friends who have who have interned at Google. They say it wasn't that accurate, but it was way more fun. Oh, yeah. And I'll take the more fun I just want to go ahead and give anyway. a shout-out to the fact that they filmed most of that movie on Georgia Tech's campus in Atlanta, Georgia. Gotta yep. love it. Yep. So thank you very much. Yes, sir. And that's one of the reasons why I watched that film is because I will watch any film that I know has been filmed in the state of Georgia. Road trip? Yes. <laughs> At our school, oh, in fact. Oh, uh, in fact, there is a <laughs> moment in the, in, in the movie Road Trip from was it 2001 oh, man. 2002 2000 maybe yeah old yeah. Ah, like at least early, it's got to be ago. 2003 or earlier over 10 years ago gosh Oof. there was a scene in the movie that was recorded in Anthony and I's high school very cool stuff hmm not going to say much more anyway <laughs> moving on but anybody who's out there you might find that scene and i would love for you to write in to do logic <laughs> What's the email address, AJ? It's at dudelogicpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, he got it right. Yes, I did. It's the small <laughs> things that matter. Yes, I did. <laughs> because Hey, can I take can I take one minute here to um to go back to the whole them filming it on Georgia Tech's campus? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> I'm a rambling rep from Georgia Tech of a hell of an engineer. Hey. A hell of 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 an engineer. Hey. Like all the jolly good fellows, I drink my whiskey clear. I'm a rambling rep from Georgia Tech and a hell of an engineer. Hey. All right, thank you. What about that uh, humanities <laughs> department, though? They don't count. <laughs> their song is a... Their song They're just is a, there to fulfill a Their quarter. song is a funeral dirge. Yeah. 
played by a lonesome trumpet. <laughs> oh, on that note, I have an article here that was talking about a prank that happened last week at Georgia Tech. I don't know if you're familiar with it, Chris. Did you did you read about this one? Someone stole the tea. Keep going, keep going. So apparently, it was a fraternity prank, and someone stole the tea on Tech Tower. Apparently, they always do that. I did hear about that, and it always that's happens. That's happened for, oh, exactly. for the last 40 years or so, I think. <laughs> yes. And apparently, it's a tradition. And do they know how it's happening? No. Uh, I, I think someone got caught. I mean, I actually had to research this for a job I was working briefly when I was researching the history of something about the history of Georgia Tech mm-hmm. and some you know common things that students would recall from their time there. And the stealing of the tea is kind of a long-held tradition. They used to allow it when it first started. They they got really strict on it for a while, and now they really disapprove of it. But they're not gonna like. I don't. I don't think they go too crazy about it. But it has happened before. Wow. That is amazing. And that I haven't gone. I never went to Georgia Second. I even I know that. That's awesome. So. I missed out on that. Right. right. So anyway, it was cool. It was great. Maybe it's because I. I it might have been during a time that I was not in Atlanta, Georgia, and I missed a few things <laughs> that were going on in the city. When were you ever not in Atlanta, Georgia? Uh, I did study abroad a couple times. <laughs> uh, I have traveled the world a little bit. So any time that I wasn't somewhere else on vacation and or studying abroad, I have been in the city of Atlanta or somewhere around it. I like it. I there like you Atlanta. Nice. I love Atlanta, man. Atlanta's home. It's a fun place. And I love the fact that I have the I, I love the fact that I have the ability to jump on an airplane. And go something, go see something on the other side of the world that is in strict, strict opposite of what you would see here in Atlanta all day. And I love that that we have that ability in this world to be able to just escape what is the status quo, what is your your day to day, and go see a completely different side of the world. Well, this this has something directly to do with what AJ was talking about. So Atlanta is a great city, I will admit it, and Boston is eh, eh, but. What I, what I will say is that Boston has a very keen eye for music. Definitely. Of course. And Berkeley. I have heard on the radio recently the song Get Low from Lil Jon and the Eastside Boys. <laughs> nice. Wow. Eight times this weekend. Wow. This weekend alone. This weekend alone. Someone was trying to get crunk. Right. Boston's finally, crunk finally made it to Boston. Yeah. Wow. wow. How long has it been? Like it only 11 took 12 years, years too. <laughs> 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 Not too bad. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no. Cartoons have danced to this song. They should have heard this song by by now. Yeah. So okay, so if that if that makes any sense, then I guess Soldier Boy's just about to blow up in Boston, and that wow. really breaks my heart. At least it's not the name. <laughs> that hurts me. Oh God! Did you see the guy from Mercer that did? Oh that? my God! Let's I'm talk like, about oh, that. Oh man, really? <laughs> I didn't see it, but I'm gonna participate in it. As I'm though sorry. I have. I have to take Bizarro episode and just run away with myself for a second. Bizarro. I am going back to doing what I do. I am so excited about my boys, my Georgia boys from Mercer, taking on Duke. Right, the basketball team. Right. And. Breaking them down to size. Oh, it feels so good. You're hearing nothing but guttural joy, listeners. To see my Georgia boys from Mercer take down Duke. Now, I will give credit where credit is due. Coach K was a very... I got to give him respect for going to the Mercer locker room and giving them the speech, telling them how he loves the way they play the game. And then if they lost to anyone, they were proud that they lost to a good team. 
So respect to Coach K for that. But God, it felt good to hear Duke get destroyed. Thank you, and by a team that nobody had ever heard of before we made it happen. Georgia boys. <laughs> they had never heard of Mercer. Are you saying like the, in No, the, there in are the really places world? where people did not know. Like, I had friends of mine, like, where is Mercer University? Right. Like, it's an are you hour serious? down the road. It's no, like, I had friends calling me from other parts of the country, like, what is Mercer University? Are you kidding me? Yeah, a lot of people don't know about Mercer, even in Atlanta. It's weird. Yeah. You Very true. cannot wow, really? deny Mercer yeah. anymore, listeners of the world. <laughs> Two of my cousins went to Mercer. Bow. Wow. Took down Duke. People, have, I people you, have a certain antipathy towards Duke that I wasn't aware of. I, my dad uh, went to there, and he he, oh, he yeah. dug it, but it's like people seem to just, like, they have a certain venom in them about Duke University. I mean, I'm a Georgia Tech fan, too, right. so it's like I can't support another team in the ACC. Sure. Like, if, if the team doesn't have Georgia, Atlanta, or is affiliated with the state of Georgia in some way in the name, I am not going to be a fan. Right. <sighs> I'm such a hometown <laughs> fan. Look at that. That's I'm fine. a hometown <sighs> I am a Hawks you fan. I'm a die for Georgia Hawks Tech fan. and Georgia. Why not? You cannot root for those two people teams. People in Georgia Tech will usually will tell you that. Unfortunately, there's a there's a strict guideline here. People root for, and for Florida State forever, and University Chris, of Florida. Chris will for, forever have an issue with me doing this. But look, man, if a team has Georgia in any way represents the state of Georgia, I am rooting for them. So what happens at the end of the season when they're playing against each other? I'm rooting for the team that has the best shot of winning a BCS Bowl. But now that we're no longer doing the normal BCS system, I don't even have to worry about that because technically Georgia and Georgia Tech could get into a playoff and have an opportunity to go to the national championship. Let's be realistic. Will we ever get into a playoff? You talking about Georgia Tech? Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech has won national championships. 1990. (laughs) <laughs> Shout out to the 1990 Georgia Tech football team winning national championships. Let's go. When's the last time UGA won a championship? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the room got quiet. The room got a little colder when he said that. Yeah. Right? It, got, it got chilly in here for a second. Well, I went to Georgia State, so I don't. I'm, I'm not going to have anything to talk about for the I next went to Georgia State too. Years. Yeah, so I'm not. Yeah. So you know. And I'm not really. Yeah, I'm not Georgia State almost made the the NCAA the, champion. Uh, was it the NCAA or was it? They NIT almost or made the tournament this yeah. year. I heard. Mm. I heard. Yeah. I had heard. I will not be surprised if this time next year Georgia State and Mercer make the final, like make the the March Madness final sixty-four. Oh, that means that I could like go and buy a Georgia Tech shirt. I mean, a Georgia State shirt, and, yeah. and people will know yeah, what I'm talking about. Sure. And I think it's that school in yeah. like some little country town. Right. <laughs> like, it's Georgia State. It's, it's right there. In the city. You see it everywhere. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, what do you, what's your perspective on this, Anthony? You know, are you a guy that's really a big sports fan? I'm, an, I'm a non-sports fan. I'm one of those rare males who just, I, I just really don't care about it that much, you know. I mean, I, I work no in music, and I pretty much, it's kind of what I spend my time doing, and so I don't. I mean, if I was to pick a sport that I was going to follow, I think it would probably be hockey because hockey is fun to watch. It's interesting. I like that uh, there's a lot of kind of it's – bl- it's a good blend of aggression and finesse. Yes. Um, it's almost poetry in motion. To an extent, I respect – I think I re- if I was going to have to pick a sport where it's like the most fair sport, I think football is, is – I appreciate the fact that 
even in the age of steroids and kind of the, the way people are enhancing their bodies these days, you still have to fight for every yard in football. Yeah. You know, basketball, I really, I get bored watching basketball because if you're just a, a genetic freak, you can dominate the game. Like Shaquille O'Neal dominated basketball his whole career pretty much as a center. Why? Because he was just a massive pituitary case of a man, just yeah. a giant freak of a man. So, all right, if you're the most physically dominant, then whether you're skilled or not, you can kind of dominate. Baseball, everyone's on steroids, so they're cranking homers, and it's not that much fun to watch. Hockey is fun. Football, I would watch if I cared about it more. But, I, you know, sports to me, I get the fandom. I get the obsession. It's just, I just, it's not for me, you know. It's all, and I'm one of those guys, too, I admit. And it's not a problem, because it's, but it's like, there's a lot of, homoerotics kind of subtle stuff that happens in male sports <laughs> yeah. that I that I love and I think it's hilarious but I'm just like why like there, it seems to be like a very kind of epicenter of manliness in modern american culture and to have so much like just really like it's it's just interesting to me you know what I would love to hear do you ever find any parallels between fandom in the music industry and fandom in, in sports? Oh, of course. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Definitely. Ayana, you have an opinion on this? Yeah. I, I definitely think, excuse me, I def definitely think that um, fandom in the music industry, shoot, even in some of the television industries and um, the sports industry share a lot of parallels. One, for, for someone to find someone to be a fan of right now, takes a, a particular sort of person, especially the sort of fans that we see now. Not saying that, you know, the Michael Jacksons of the world, world, the Michael Jordans of the world didn't have fans, but with social media and a couple of a couple of other um, key technological advances, it just changed the sort of person that turned into these fans. Like, I mean, even going back to the, you remember, do you remember the movie The Fan? Yes. With, I think it was Wesley Snipes or something in De Niro, uh, right? Was it, was it De Niro? Yeah, it was De Niro. I think it, it was, was Robert yeah. De Niro. You yeah. should know as an Italian-American. Right, of course. <laughs> it's my duty. Yeah. So, I mean, just the people that were Bobby that D. sort of fan and now the people that are... Did you hear about the girl that broke into Justin Bieber's house right. and slept on the floor? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, for what? Like, I mean, what have, were you doing? They have unparalleled access to yeah. their, yeah, uh, to their celebrities now. They have so access it's, because, yeah, of, it's you know, we all check in. We tell folks where we are. Cell phones are better. You know, all of this other stuff. And I... I think they're yeah. getting crazier. Celebrities are telling people on Twitter, I'm eating at this restaurant right now. Come find me. Yes. <laughs> right. First yep. of all, safety-wise, you always tweet not... after you leave, baby. After yeah. you leave. Mm -mm. <laughs> that, that Don't is, get caught out there. Thank you for that safety. Uh, we do appreciate safety initiatives here on Dude Logic. Right. Safety tip. Uh, <laughs> I honest safety tip. We do not want you listeners out there doing anything that will, will hurt you or put you in a predicament. So, Ayana's tip of the day. Please. Internet trolls are real. They will show up at your house. Right. <laughs> In real life. Celebrities do not use Foursquare. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or at least they shouldn't. <laughs> I checked in at a club one time, and then someone walked up to me and, and asked me, was I my name? Oh, I'm man. Like, that's a bit. That's creepy. Good girl. Yeah, that's wow. quite creepy. That's a bit much. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm my name. That's I'm when you think back to that Motorola StarTac flip phone and you're like, that thing wasn't so bad after all. So yeah. here's, a, here's a question I want to pose for everyone that's in on the conversation right now. Do you think that men and women have a different type of fandom? Yeah. Are men huh. or women more aggressive? And if are they both aggressive but in different fashions? Well, I mean, there's particular traits. It just it just depends for a guy and a girl to be a fan. You know, when you think of, think back. Oh, I'm sorry. Think back to when we were teenagers and 
I don't know, maybe for you it was um, Outkast, who are they're performing yes. in April mm-hmm. here in Atlanta. They're going on this tour. Or maybe it was NSYNC. I loved NSYNC when I was a kid. Right. And 112, it was the boy bands. Yeah, definitely. So I loved, all, I loved everybody. Now, I just want to go ahead and take a second real quick. I, I just want to say something with my man, Anthony. Uh, shout out to our boy, Hudson, for posting about the 20th anniversary. Hudson Souls. Of man. Outkast. Today, shout out Hudson if you're listening. You, yo, we're gonna get you here on Dude Logic one day, sir. Dude but Logic. back to your explanation. <laughs> I am. I'm sorry. Thank you for t- oh. you take that opportunity. Sorry, about to plug. Okay, um, so just when you think about how we were fans back then, what did we do? We we bought posters. We went to concerts. We we purchased CDs or tapes or whatever, you know, musical device you had. Mm-hmm. You know, so you were getting paid we by the fans. We recorded songs off songs the radio. Off the radio and things like that. Yeah. I have mixtapes at home. I have mixed like CDs. Mix tapes, yeah, I have real yeah. mixtapes, real CDs at home um, that I made when I was a kid. So it's different now. I can download something on my phone and, and of course, listen to it or whatever. But, you know, I don't necessarily have... Maybe, maybe I mean the just the uh, the 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 expression of admiration is different nowadays. So I mean I would have never thought to dress up like Brandy or something, you mm-hmm. know, in my everyday life to show my fandom. But there are people out there getting plastic surgery to look like people now. So right. mm-hmm. I mean it's oh, just yeah. a it's just a different type of um, expression of the fandom. Yeah, I think it's the same though. I think she's right. I don't. It's not even sort of separated between men and women like there are crazy female fans of Justin Bieber and crazy male yes. fans who the stalk Angelina Jolie and do yes. all I mean it's there's kind of once you hit that threshold of psychosis like your gender kind of you're, yeah. you're going yeah. there no matter what you know you're pulling out that celebrity <laughs> map and you're like <laughs> yeah you know, you're, you're I'm, like, uh, I'm gonna go through her right, trash right exactly <laughs> for what oh, I just wanna meet her there. I just wanna, just wanna meet her if I meet her one time right you know Oh my god! There are definitely some people that I would not want to live in LA. Oh, like I would definitely advise them not to live there. Right, right. Someone recently, yeah. Someone broke into Miley's place recently. Someone broke into Justin Bieber's place. Oh, they torched her. They torched her tour vehicle. Did they really? Wow! Yo, those fans are crazy. Right. If you want to know about any celebrity gossip, Ayana is your resident (laughs) expert. It's, it's so bad. It's In fact, I, I'm going to name Ayana the resident celebrity gossip expert of Dude it's so Logic. Bad. It's so bad. Today. Yes. It's so bad. And today only. Today only, right. Maybe yep. one day in the There's future. There's no what's Brangelina doing. Maybe one day topic. in the future. Right. And she got new boobs. She don't. She doesn't have, you know, uh, breast cancer anymore. Right, right. Yeah. She, she, don't don't let him, she don't let Brit, yeah. uh, she, Brad do um, like that. movies with cute girls. Right. Right. World War right. Z, World War Z, you know, nice. the zombies. Yes. Um ooh, she ooh. she didn't allow them to have a female lead character. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take this opportunity uh, cuz what you were talking about is 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 you know, very similar and it's a great segue into our main topic. The main topic. How do you survive the zombie apocalypse? Finally. Finally. Yes. As you know, your man here, Chris, normally is the one who brings in the segue. But you know how difficult it is to segue the zombie apocalypse right. from anything <laughs> else, Chris? Just honestly, I was struggling there. <laughs> so we're what? living in a Walking Dead world, AJ. We're living in a world where The Walking Dead is currently one of the highest rated shows on television. Ah. Also you know, filmed in Atlanta, Georgia. Filmed large in Atlanta, Georgia. In, in the Georgia. outsider areas of Atlanta as right. well. Far from Thank you. suburb. 
There now, were, see, there I'm someone scenes. in the first season that was shot in that is downtown true. Atlanta. Absolutely. That is very much. That is very true in front of five points. See, stations. like, here's the thing. As someone who's been, I've been watching zombie horror movies for 20 years, yes. like, I've, all my life. And as I always, it's such a simple thought where you're just like, why don't they have a long-form zombie movie that's just a TV series? Like, yeah. for 10 years ago, I thought about that. Yeah. And the first hmm. people who actually did it, it's just like, it's taken over the world. Yeah. So obviously these kind of things bring to mind the questions of the real world of what would you actually do if this kind of thing actually happened, right? Yes, very And that's much. where we're kicking things off here. Yes. So, Chris, what do you have to say about that? I need you to bring the mouth to the show. <laughs> hey, man, I think everybody should go out there and stock up on some guns, <laughs> any type of weapons, you know, a stick with nails in it, you know, yes. anything <laughs> that you think may be useful. Go ahead and put it in your closet, man. Take all the clothes out your closet. Get all those weapons in your closet because you never know. It may happen tomorrow. Uh, I want to take this opportunity. We here at Dude Logic do not advocate the dangerous usage <laughs> right. of any of these weapons that were just named. Uh, this is a satirical piece only. You want to make sure to that you do all things responsibly here on Dude Logic. So just remember kids but we do want you to make sure that you purchase your weapons right no we're saying we're saying do buy weapons we're not denying that <laughs> we're saying acquire weaponry but just do it legally and safely and within the legal bounds of your local state county or prefecture yeah why not anthony said that this is what anthony said <laughs> no. oh man we're having a great time here on dude logic today and i just appreciate it. i want to say that i want to take this opportunity before we get done with this to just i appreciate everybody in the room thank you for bringing what you bring to the show a moment of love from AJ. All right, Aww. so AJ, for real, how do you seriously survive the zombie apocalypse? We're going to do that again. All right, seriously. Oh, I was going to say he was going to have a conversation with himself. We're going to oh, do that again. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> really, dude? That is a really dude So, AJ, moment. what are we going to talk oh, about? Oh, man. Well, AJ, let me tell this you. This is a bizarro episode, <laughs> right. so let's do it. This is AJ loses his mind Chris, for an hour and a half. What do you, oh, my God. Don't, don't Sorry, get me right. trapped in that wormhole. <laughs> wormhole um chris seriously how would you survive the zombie apocalypse what is your zombie ap apocalypse escape plan hmm well i will say before i say my escape plan that you all are very equipped to survive the zombie apocalypse simply because you cannot survive three inches of snow <laughs> right so anything that you would actually have to survive that three inch snowfall would be something that you would need to survive the zombie apocalypse and I am ready for that three-inch snowfall. You got to make sure you have your car kit, all right? What, are, what yeah. are a few of the items that you have to have in your car kit? Let's let's discuss that right now. Duct tape. You need yeah. Ooh. toolbox. Duct coming, tape. Crucial. Coming coming out strong with the first suggestion, Anthony. Duct tape. You got to have duct tape in any toolbox. It does everything. It really you need a save your life. You know a what? Blanket. I'm gonna take it a step Kitty above. Litter. Go ahead and go with the gorilla tape. Sure. Gorilla tape is magical. Right. For anyone who's listening, you should go get you a roll of Gorilla tape. It is worth the investment. The glue is great, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, tape of some sort, some sort of adhesive tape, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, some way to start yeah. fire. I mean, yeah, you know, blanket, Chris mentioned blanket. Blanket's a good one. Yes. Fire, those are related. You got to stay warm. You got to have your magnesium fire stick. Right. Yeah. And your lighter on you at all times. You have to have two ignition sources. Lighter, you gotta have lights, you gotta have a flashlight so you can mm -hmm. signal someone, you can see and you can signal people with a flashlight. Yep. Pretty crucial. Change your clothes. 
or an extra layer yep. of clothes. You don't want to get rescued in dirty clothes. I mean, you get, let's be real here. No, I mean, and you that's nice for long-term survival. That's something to think about. No, you're right. You know, clothes do <laughs> fall like clothes do fall apart. Um, you know, become tattered over time, and you want to be able to have a clean pair on you so that you can wear a pair while you are washing another one, letting it dry, whatever it is that you have to do. Right. Because cleanliness is important, and we see that. You know, this The Walking Dead has occurred over how long right. of a period of time. If they hadn't washed in that period of time, Things they might real. have contracted <laughs> some sort of bacterial disease right. that could take them out. I mean, it's essentially being taken back to a time where the Black Plague happened because people didn't know about proper you know, hygiene. Cl- hygiene. A bath that will never work. So, <laughs> Look at something else. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this is, I mean, if the zombie apocalypse, apocalypse happens, it takes us back to an age before electricity, before everything that we rely on, every technological advancement that we rely on Unless requires power. Powered. So real quick, I want to go ahead before anyone gets too deep into this and just say my piece, which is that science kind of is on our side when it comes to an event where actual zombies were to arise and start attacking people. And Chris will probably be familiar with this perspective too, which is um, all you really have to do to have survived the zombie apocalypse is to A, go someplace really hot, or B, go someplace really cold. Because yeah. at the end of the day, an undead zombie is decaying flesh walking around. So first off, in the heat, it's going to start decomposing. Eventually, it will decompose completely. That's just what rotting flesh does. There's nothing that says a zombie stops rotting once it awakens. All right. So you have that. Second off, in warm weather climates, predation, absolutely an issue. I mean, any creature that sees a shambling, decomposing body walking around that smells like fresh meat or even rotten meat, which is what carrion creatures love, you know, yeah. vultures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be all about it. You know, go to a tropical climate where there's a few tigers and lions. Forget it, man. Zombies don't stand a chance. So what if it is a multi-species virus that turns... Then we get zombie lions and, like, zombie... zombie, Yes. Right. Creatures that would predate... Hold on, hold on. Let let me just knock at the edge of this wormhole before we we go all the way down here with, you know... (laughs) Oh, then real quick, the frozen is because, obviously, when it gets so cold, the flesh freezes and they they wouldn't be able to move anymore. Anyway. All right. So are, are, are we really going down with with zombie cats and stuff? It's, it's going to turn into, like, what what's the other zombie one? Um, I Am Legend. Were they zombies or vampires? Yeah, they never monsters? Know. I think they were genetically just, yeah, engineered. Kind of, they were just, like, shambling Yeah, but they were kind creatures. of viral creatures. dead and, 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 and killing folks. Was it something, like, they were injected with something that bonded with our DNA and changed it? And maybe a better example would be 28 Days Later, where yeah. it's like a virus that, yeah. it's like, actually, it got dropped in the guy's eye, yes. and it's where he flipped out, because it was, mm-hmm. like, an actual virus, as opposed to, like, an undead mutation. Yes. Now, a virus that just transforms people into crazy zombies, that, you know, that could be an happened? issue. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, it gets rid of all your higher brain function, and you're just working off right. the brainstem. Now, that which could is literally be an instinct. issue. You know? That's what happens in this virus, if I'm if I'm correct. That's Walking Dead, right? That's twenty eight days. Later. Twenty eight days later, okay. yeah. For a yeah, lot of different virus movies that have uh, or apocalypse zombie movies that have started from some sort of viral load, it essentially shuts down your brain, your your higher brain functioning, and you're just walking off your your lower your lower functions. Right. So, yeah, that's I think that that of all the different zombie apocalypse. Uh, with I'm struggling with the word scenarios. Here. Scenarios. There you okay. go. That one seems most realistic to me. Sure, sure. Hmm. Now, so go ahead, Chris. I would suggest that if you have a friend who 
who works in a laboratory. I would suggest that you solicit them for three things. Paraformaldehyde. Get a couple of syringes and needles. All right. That'll help you From out. From the actual scientists in the room. And, and why, why is that? Can you explain that, Chris? If someone with a deadly virus is charging at you trying to trying to actually eat you or bite into <laughs> you, you could take the paraformaldehyde and inject it into them and it'll stop them in their tracks. Whoa. Look at that. Interesting. Why, how, how is... Honestly, I would love to hear the science behind that, Chris. How does, how does paraformaldehyde formaldehyde, stop someone in their tracks? Let's fascinate the listeners with complex <laughs> chemical science, if you please, sir. It is a fixative. Your blood can get fixed almost instantly. And when you say wow. fixed, you mean uh, immobilized. Just stops. Immobilized, yes. It just absolutely stops. So, okay, what? I take back my joke. That was a fascinating explanation. It, Thank you for that. It, it really was. I'm sorry. You got my nerd antenna up. Like, I want to hear about this. Because it's pretty awesome. This seems... We do love nerds here on Dude Logic. So, so okay, generic. hold on, hold on. So, I, I'm thinking that is probably related to the stuff that they embalm people with. It is, it is. absolutely. Yes. And which is why, you know, dead, most dead people don't get up and try and eat you or whatever. Because yep. they embalm exactly. them, make them still in the coffin, yada, yada, yada. Especially after, did wow. you? Wow. So, that is another zombie scenario right. that people rise from the dead and become zombies. So if you could just make some bullets out of that, you wouldn't have to worry about necessarily right. killing like the werewolves. zombies. Who, I mean, no, no. Oh, I wow. want a zombie to die. Right. <laughs> die, okay, so zombie, die. I know it is not a zombie movie. It is a vampire movie. But the technology in Blade had oh. the bullets oh. that released the garlic liquid inside yes. of the vampires, right? So what if you hmm. were able to create an antivirus that you could then put into those same bullets? The problem with zombies is technology. Okay, right. I guess if it's a virus, then that works. If it's a zombie, then you're just like healed with like rotting flesh all over you. Then you're just then you're a conscious person who's like, oh my god, look at my body! No, no, you know, that's what would be. But okay, you got to think about how these things caught, how these things come. This virus would come very quickly, right? Yes. So there would be no antivirus developed. Wow. Because all yeah. of the scientists would be dead and stuff. That's right. Yeah, pretty much. Chris, that's why. So you want right, to get something that will stop. That brings anyone. us to who do you need on your zombie survival team? Right. At least What's, one redneck. What? Always a redneck. Hey. They can hunt. Yeah. And they yes. can Look, Red Walking Dead has taught me that. Yes. Daryl. Daryl kills it. Makes it happen. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. No. So. I mean, are I mean, it, if we're just talking about um, the Walking Dead, it, it it does play on some you know local stereotypes or whatever, <laughs> but. If if not, if if you can't find a redneck, just find a regular thug. Like just just find <laughs> a thug. You you have to find someone that is cool with killing everything, <laughs> except for you. But see, here's you the know. thing though: regular thug probably terrible in the woods. Probably not going to do that yeah. well in the woods. Okay, well, you know? a regular country Truth thug. Be told. Oh, country. Okay, right, right. Yeah, good like, point. I mean, like country thug. like. My cousins and them. Okay. Like, one, at least From what two parts of Georgia are your cousins right. from? Oh, right. South Georgia. Right. What parts? I, I can't be putting all that's that right. out. That's right. All right. We're that's not going right. to put South that on Georgia's you. South Georgia's close enough. South Georgia's close enough. There we go. South Georgia. Around the Okefenokee Swamp, for any of you who might see not this? know. You see, you see this right here? Look at this. Dude, uh, she's going to have people calling. She's Thanks. Gonna have, Appreciate you, dog. She's going to have uh -huh. a lot of cars around the block. Anywho, find someone that knows how to do outdoorsy stuff. I mean... 
the, the guy that can program your VCR is not going to help you in the zombie apocalypse. Computer programmers. The dude that knows how to use an axe will. Right. Yeah. yeah. The chick that knows I how heard. to cook, even though she's not going to have, you know, too much to work with, at least if, if you, it, it's going to be burnt. Right. It, it's the worst you're going to get is that in the zombie apocalypse, your girlfriend's going to burn your food. That's, that's I mean, <laughs> that's your biggest gripe. Right, right. If, if you get a, a country, uh, a excuse me, a more uh, well-versed in simple arts sort of person. Right. I, I don't want to say simple arts. That makes it sound kind of condescending. But, yes. You know. The rural, the rural life. Try, yeah, the I'm out, not trying to be condescending. Someone who's more familiar with the outdoor life, the rural yeah, life, you know. Pe- people yeah. that, like. That is, you, you guys just spoke to the very reason why I love the state of Georgia. Why I love Atlanta. You get everything. Atlanta, you have, it's a very metropolitan, very forward-thinking city. Uh, you know, and we're, we're up with the times. But you drive 15 minutes outside the city of downtown Atlanta and you have real nature. Right. Where you have to survive. And real racism. Well, most of them are. Right. Right. Hey, all right. Yeah. Real racism. We will most not dodge. As, as we've shown on episodes, previous episodes of Dude Logic, we do not stir away from the conversation about race. No, that's why I have to, earlier when you mentioned, like, I'll watch anything with the state of Georgia's representation on it, I'm almost thinking, like, you know, Atlanta represents you, Savannah, Macon, but it's like, most of the state of Georgia, they're not going to be fans of what your name is on, you know, (laughs) like, they're not going to be that, like, Georgia largely, outside of the civilized cities, is tough to be in if you're of any minority group. I mean, let's just be real, like, it's not... Especially if you don't know how to do anything. Right. So anyway, that's not the subject, I just wanted, you know, I just wanted to make people who may not be familiar with the South aware that Atlanta is a civilized liberal bastion kind of in a, uh, you know, what can otherwise be a, a treacherous place to be. Very liberal bubble in a conservative conservative state. I, I, I will agree with that. A liberal bubble. Yes. Because, yeah, anywhere else you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. But back to the zombie apocalypse. Like, zombie apocalypse. You know, let's ground this zombie apocalypse conversation. So... Words that have never been you know, said there before. You know, there are people... I, right, right. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's, keep, let's be real about this zombie conversation. Guys. Yes. So there are people who may not be uh, preparing for the zombie apocalypse, but who they may very well be preparing for something else, like the coming of the end of the, the world. Uh, oh, Doomsday the preppers. preppers. Yeah, oh, the, preppers. the preppers. 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 I yeah. love the preppers. I need a doomsday prepper on my yes, team. Yes, everybody needs oh one. You need someone with yes. a cellar and a safe room. And, you know, working knowledge of, of existence outside of technology. Right. I need that guy that has an underground fortress that has an air purification filter on it that can last for the next thousand years. Right. Well to be water on my team. And, propane, and propane gas. I need that guy that has been preparing for the end of the world for the last at least five years straight. But he can still skin an aardvark or, like, if he needs to. Like, exactly. He can still, yeah, he can still can you eat clean a, bad, a badger. I don't know. I like that. That was a very yeah. obscure reference for right. an animal. I always pull obscure references. Yeah, out. you know. Awesome. <laughs> you know, let's ask that question. What is the weirdest? I want to ask everybody that's here. Chris, I want to go ahead and get you in this conversation. Yep, what is yep. the most interesting or weirdest animal you have ever dined on? Dramatic subject change. I oh, like wow. it. Bizarro episode. Well, it depends on who you're talking to. Because uh, if I'm talking to everyone who's from Georgia here, me saying that I've dined on possum is not... That weird, it's not right? Weird no, at all. Not weird. In fact, I have done that myself. <laughs> right. Not weird. Not weird at all. I've That's also cool. had snake and snake. rabbit. Yeah. Right. Alligator. Gator. Yeah. Uh, venison, deer. as we like to call it down here. You know, you yeah. like to keep it refined, but it's right. deer. Right. <laughs> all right. Um, AJ, what about cicadas? I had cicadas uh, when I, I went crickets. to the Midwest. The bugs? Oh. No, no. Yeah. No, no, baby. We don't. I've eat had bugs. crickets. 
I've had both naked crickets, like stir fried, and dark chocolate covered cricket. Interesting. No, they feed that to fish. That's what you, that's what you use for bait. No, we're we're talking about a real zombie apocalypse. No, we're trying yes. to find some food. Yes, full of protein. It's a lot of protein. No, no, no. It is. It's Eating very bugs high is not the protein that you need. You need some fish. <laughs> so, you know. Go, no, you know what's funny? Use I've it had, to fish. I've heard that in South America sometimes, in, in lieu of popcorn in movie theaters, they'll have ba- uh, cardboard full of bugs. They'll just eat the um, oh, like I would love crispy, to do that. Uh, crispy crickets, I think it is. I would be like, love no, to do you. that one right. day. Right. No, Seriously. no, thank you. I'll eat uh, churros. Some you know countries. I don't, I'm not, this isn't all Here's a Here's a, a shout out to our brothers down other on the other side of the world in Australia. I had kangaroo when I was in Australia. Oh, nice. Get some real oh, nice. Yeah. Kangaroo was delicious. I believe it. And if you think about it, on that side of the world, it's like cattle. They're, they're overpopulated. Right, if there's a lot of them. So it's just like we eat beef here. We have them. You eat what's around you, all right? It's delicious. I would say, in, in my humble opinion, that it tastes very similar to venison, but maybe mm. even has a little bit sweeter finish. Oh, interesting. Very delicious. Mm. Nice. Do buffalo mm. and all this stuff count with this? Like buffalo bison, burgers, bison, bison burgers, bison is good stuff. Yeah, bison's good. Yeah, yeah, love some bison. Uh, I have had squirrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had squirrel as well. Yes, squirrel I mean, as well. There's squirrel right. and rabbit on um, menus here. Right. Yeah, yeah. There, I believe there's a place. There's like like a, a Cajun uh, butcher shop in Atlanta, like right outside Atlanta. I think it's on like 285 somewhere. Right. That does like rabbit and like a few other so good. I love rabbit. Like, Wooden, like wooded rodents and yeah no seriously right woodland creatures uh, I mean but who wants to eat a chipmunk right well you, I, you I don't want to eat like Alvin and Simon in them sure no and Theodore <laughs> right Theodore and the chipmunks hey, if I'm hungry I'm looking at Alvin licking my chops right, yeah right. <laughs> I want to shut that high squeaky voice oh, yeah. up anyway so that that brings us back to the zombie apocalypse right what are you what are you willing to do in the zombie apocalypse that we wouldn't do in civilized society oh man Hmm. Pulls up, you know, visions for me. Because of... if you're trying to so- survive the zombie apocalypse, you think about the the show that we we love here on Dude Logic, The Walking Dead. There are some people that might get killed. That yeah. in civilized society you wouldn't think about it. Right. But there straddles that line between what is ethical and what isn't in the zombie apocalypse. So what is it that you would be willing to do in the zombie apocalypse that you wouldn't do in in pleasant society, with quotation marks around that <laughs> do ethics realistically change in the zombie apocalypse though i don't know i, I guess I, I guess that is the, the, okay. the question i'm asking the ethics themselves don't change but the way people the way people act and kind of interpret those ethics will definitely change the notions of good and evil will be stretched i think and pushed and probably merged into a murky gray that they probably yeah. wouldn't be kind of in the way, the way things are now. I mean, okay, I'm thinking back to even recently, there was that chemical incident in the Carolinas where there was a chemical plant and it, 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 it something leached into the water and they ended up poisoning the, the water for this small town, right? And they had to go mm-hmm. a couple days. But, I mean, it's just this one small town that lost some water. Mm-hmm. They had to evacuate the entire place and it yeah. ended up being chaos. Like, no one rioted or anything, but that was just one small town that lost water for, like, a week. Now imagine, now okay, zombie apocalypse, everything goes crazy. The municipalities are shut down, so no one has running water, theoretically. I mean, it, you don't even, like, and you look at something like the L.A. riots where people just flip out and start killing and shooting people for 
political reasons. Political reasons. I mean, it would be, I feel like it would be chaos. I feel like there would be a few bastions of humanity, some people trying to live a good life, trying to salvage things and save people, but mostly... I bet people would it'd be like Lord of the Flies or like the Hobbesian state of nature. You're a familiar. You know, you know what I I would actually, if I had to to bet on any sect of the population, current day population, I would I would think that the people who live on their own preserves, or like co-ops who are out there like growing organic food together in the same environment, like those would be the people who would actually want to help other people survive. Right. And that's why they're called preppers. Yes. But see, the problem with those people is that they would end up falling victim. I mean, you think about it. To predatory human beings. Dude, I mean, if you're growing all the food in the neighborhood at the end of the block and this apocalypse happens, you don't think the mean guy down the street's going to come to you first and be like, all right, I'm taking all your food and do something about it. And these are like mm-hmm. pleasant hippie guys who are like, no, man, come on, we can all live together. And the guy's like, you know, just cocks his gun and like, I was talking to you, you know? Yeah. It's, it's. You know, I, I just I have a negative view. I think in that, I mean, humanity can hold itself together in a lot of circumstances. But with something, if that something that crazy happened, it would almost be all bets are off. Like you would care about your family, your immediate family, the closest people around you, and most everyone else would kind of be a second class citizen, so to speak. So, Chris, yeah, am I on your zombie apocalypse team? Do you save me? What role do you play? <laughs> And thank you for bringing us to the next question I wanted to ask, Chris. There you go. <laughs> so, each of us here on this topic today, on this 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 poll, this you know, what do we, what do we call this? What do we... A dialogue. A panel. It's a panel. It's thank a, you very panel. much. You thank go. you this very panel. much, yeah, Ayana, yeah. for giving me the word I was reaching for. Right. Uh, on this panel, we all have a different skill set. So, Ayana, zombie apocalypse, what do you bring to the table? Well, I think... Um... The thing that I bring to the zombie apocalypse team is that I am willing to murder uh, for my own survival. <laughs> I know the willingness it sounds, to kill. I, I know it sounds terrible, but I, you know, first of all, don't start none. Won't be none. So I'm not gonna be out there killing. So humans. all you zombies out there, listen up. Don't <laughs> I'm not start be nothing. Killing humans or anything, but you know, no zombies start with you. I mean, because they're charged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, that's how they get started, and yeah, you just chop them down. But I wouldn't, you know, necessarily go on a murderous rampage like some of the other characters. Right. You know, oh, I'm just gonna kill everybody just because I got mad. I don't, I don't see myself being that person. Right. But I, so, I, which character on The Walking Dead do you identify with most? Ah. Uh, Gosh, I mean, current current season. Current season. What season are we in, Ayana? Four. Oh, sorry. Yeah, like four or five. There you go. Um, dang, current season. I mean, of course, because I'm a black you know, you know woman, what? I like Forget the show. That. For the entirety of the show, which character do you relate to the most? Um, I'm one of the few people that like Lori, except towards the end. Right. You know. Um. I liked Herschel. Herschel was a man. Yeah. Um, I don't like. Um, I think her name's Maggie. Yes. Yeah. I, I, the older mm, sister. Right? Yeah. Yes. Mm, mm. British. She, British actress, incidentally. And in, incidentally, a lot of the actors yeah. and actresses so was the one oh, yeah. are the, the lead is British. Are, yeah. Rick. I thought he was um, Rick is Australian or something. I think he's. I think he's British. Or maybe That's he was just an extension Australia. of Britain, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it's one, one of the Commonwealths. <laughs> right. Of course. Gotta so, love your history lesson there on Dude Logic. Right. 
Alright. Uh, so, alright. So, yeah, I'm killing folks. I'm in charge of that. Alright. All right. Her inclination like, like to murder that. is violence. You know what? Her inclination to murder is violence? Right. Yes. You know, because of that, you do get an official spot on AJ's zombie apocalypse team. There you go. Right. So, uh, Anthony, what about you? What do you bring to the table, sir? The best I can really muster for myself is, I mean, I'm, a, I'm about six foot five, so I, I can reach all the high things in the houses that we have to ransack. I can reach all the shelves that maybe not everyone else can reach, so I, can, I have a, a certain value where that's concerned. You don't always need a stepladder when I'm here. Uh, all right, I'm very slender, so I can hide behind things easily. You know, I don't get in the way too much. I can be stealthy. I can, you know, I can move around. Uh... Uh, and I, I bring a certain levity to the situation, you know. I'll, I'll be—I can walk around and crack jokes and rip on people and do all. You the, will need that to keep morale up. I mean, I'm, I'm a booster. Point. Here's what I am: I'm—I'm I'm a booster. Like I will—I'll—I'll I'll forage for food. You're I'll there contribute to lift my work. The world. I'm here to bring humor to a decaying, barren hellscape that we're calling Planet Earth after the zombie apocalypse. I like the way you advocated for yourself, sir. So you get a spot. Thank you, on sir. My zombie apocalypse you, sir. team. Much obliged, Chris. Yeah. What do you bring to the table? Yeah, well, I think I'm generally good with building things and fabricating things. So, you know, I kind of bring my engineer's engineer mindset. You. you know, you, you have a few poles and a stick, then I can build something for you to be able to do that, whatever purpose you have. So will you bring your, your as an engineer, your understanding of arches and how they create the strongest structures? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. To if if we need to build a bridge to get over something, then, yeah, come to me. I'll figure it out. It. Post-apocalyptic construction, we're going to you. Yeah. Well, and you cool. also have a lot of medical experience too. So you have your your value is far beyond you oh, know yeah. even just that. So. Chris, we all need doctors when the zombie apocalypse right. happens. I'm not treating anybody's wounds because I'm most likely the person <laughs> to be wounding you. Right. Right. <laughs> he's saying he's gonna betray us in a middle in a middle of the night heist. He's gonna take wow. all of our gear and just. Wow, Chris. Let's go. I thought we were friends, man. <laughs> He wants to get invited into the group I so he can just for all of our stuff. I need to save my life if I cut it on a piece of, like, rusted metal. All right? It's That's fine. what I need. I mean, in, those, in general, in those situations, I can stay calm. So, right. yes, if you need me to treat you, I will. But just know right. that you might want to get another doctor. <laughs> Afterwards. All right. Right. I have, you know, luckily for me, I know more than a few doctors. So all of my doctor friends who are willing to treat me in, in the zombie apocalypse. And who make it alive through the first portion yeah. of the zombie apocalypse. You all get a pass. <laughs> all, right. all right. So. I mean, which zombies are, are, are we talking about? Are we talking, I mean. Cause we're talking slow walkers. All, slow walkers. Old-fashioned slow okay. walkers. We're okay, not talking good. about the runners. Of because if we're modern. talking about World War Z right. zombies. Those, I mean, those zombies are hustling. I yeah. need, like you said earlier, rednecks with a lot of advanced weaponry right. on my team. In the World War Z zombie apocalypse. Yeah, but what happens after like, I need people with automatic weapons. Yeah. <laughs> What happens if all the bullets are gone? Yeah, uh, they they have Knives. stockpiles. They have stockpiles. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, if you're Daryl from The Walking Dead, you've had the same 12 arrows. For I was going to yes. say, Four I'm glad seasons. they sh occasionally show him removing arrows from people, but he can't still possibly have any yes. arrows left. He's had that crossbow for the whole, pretty much the entire series. Yes. 
well, and he only I mean, had like 20 arrows to begin with. You have what? to suspend belief, man. It's just fine. Yeah, but, but we're not talking about, you know, wood arrows that, of course, would, you know... Only, I, know I know what you're saying, but there's been so many scenarios where he's had to fire on the run and then just leave and yeah. Then flee. Yeah. And sometimes uh, they just yeah. leave him behind. So I get... I guess like, they don't show that in every city they, they he go He retraces to, his steps and he goes he, back. He, he does go to like a hardware store. He goes store, to an armory and ride a target. Sporting goods yeah, store. He goes to a sports authority and goes to the archery section. Right. Good so call. He has enough. a stockpile somewhere in one of the, the in the in the caravan. Right. When they when they mount up, he's got like a hidden compartment of arrows that he's just whittled in fashion for the right. last five years. He's got a holster like Robin Hood. In his spare time he's he's continually fashioning new arrows nice. out of willow branches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we're off the radar. Now we've gone too far. Now we're down the rabbit hole. And willows are indigenous to this part of the country, right? That's Let's discuss willows. Yes. Oh, man. That is very true. I, <laughs> no. I fell out of we're my first tree. We're going to fascinate the listeners. It was a willow tree. Yes. So, uh, I guess, I, you know, as a host, i got to turn the question back on myself. What do you right? bring, AJ? Yeah, what, yeah, what, what do you, do you think bring? you bring to the, to the situation? All right. I, I, I bring a positive disposition, first and foremost, right? I'm going to make sure that we all keep our heads together in this thing. Everyone's getting chewed up. He's like, we're going to make it, guys. We're going to make <laughs> it. We're going to make we're it. We're going to jump and I'm, that zombie I'm chewing on your fit. ear. Chewing on your foot right now. These days, you know, two years ago, I was much less somebody you would want to have on your team than I am now. But since I've gone through my physical transformation and, and I work out every day, I am physically fit. And I can lift some heavy things right. in the zombie apocalypse. We're putting some things together because AJ's lifting some boulders for you. I can do that. All right? <laughs> I can also run. When the time is right. Right. Good cardio. I, I, I got my cardio in. Very important. If, if you learn anything from... Zombieland. Zombieland. Good cardio. Rule number one. Rule number one is cardio. Right. All right. And don't forget to wear your seatbelts either. I believe that was rule three. Yep. Hold was, seat was, was that three? I believe so. Two or three. I believe it was, it was two or three. Right. It was a good one. Uh, but seriously, no. I, I mean, honestly, I've always been fascinated by shows like Survivor Man or... Uh, dual survival, and I took that and went and did my own research, not to mention that when I was younger, I was a Boy Scout, so I learned a lot about being in the woods, being able to fashion my own bow drill and start a fire from scratch, or you know, using a flint rock in order to be able to create a spark, so I know, th I know how to create fire and that you're going to need that. Right. You're going to need to know how to, to, to heat some things up. And I can cook over an open flame all day. There you go. I know how to do that. Which so. is why I want to learn how to Primal. Grill. All right. Okay, sorry. Primal. Yeah. Hey, you got to <laughs> learn it. I, right now, I just pulled it out here in the uh, studio today on Dude Logic. But proof that I, I'm kind of prepared for some things on a regular basis. I have my multi-tool. Got a multi-tool. Got to have a multi-tool on you. Yo, they made me get that thing up at the airport last time I had oh, one. That's oh, that's bad. terrible. Man. That is awful. But I also understand why they might have done that. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, it is a lethal weapon. Yeah. It can take I mean, a is it really considered a weapon? I mean, the blade on it is only like hey, five it's, inches September long. Technically, it's, box it's, cutter, you know? I yeah. believe it's, if it's less than a three-inch blade, it is not considered a weapon. But I'm pretty sure you could do some damage with a two-and-a-half-inch blade. Right. Yeah, let's be... You know what? I'm not always happy with everything that TSA does, but taking people's knives off of them... If you forget and you bring it to the airport, it is your own fault. So right. thank you, TSA, hey. for removing knives from people's possessions when I'm on a flight. A rare shout to the TSA. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I appreciate you bringing that. that the only on podcast the who has ever done a shout-out to TSA. I want to put that on record right now. Dude Logic, record-breaking podcast. Yes. TSA, we love you. Aside from the TSA podcast. No, but you know what? Just Not my general knowledge of, of the woods and 
certain, you know, I've learned how, like, I might be one of those people, but I have learned how to pickle food and food preservation. I have learned how to jar food as well. Uh, I know how to fashion a, what is it, a slingshot from scratch. Nice. And use them. I actually have a slingshot with, I... I look, I, I pride myself <laughs> on being able to bring a few things to the table. That's awesome. No, that's Water purification, very, very important. Great show to watch if you want to learn how to do some water purification. It was a show on Discovery Channel called The Colony. Season one, they show you a great method of, of water preservation, preservation where you use, essentially it's activated charcoal, but you use the charcoal from a fire, you break that down and layer that with sand, another layer of charcoal, another layer of sand, another layer of charcoal, and you create a, a sediment filter. Right. And charcoal will actually get rid of microbes. Take that water, boil it, and you're good to go. Nice. Hmm. Good to go. I like it. Safety tip number two on Dude Logic today. Hey. I thought you just boiled it. I didn't know you did. And I am stuff. CPR certified. Look at that. All right. Since Chris doesn't want to use his medical training to actually save lives. Yeah, that doesn't CPR. say CPR. I do CPR, man. All right. <laughs> I'm just not performing surgeries out there. Right. He's Why not? not? He's Nobody not will be able to sue you. It'll be a lawless land. Nobody will be able to sue you. There will be no malpractice, Chris. You have nothing to worry That's about. That's actually true. That's a good point. No Tort reform will not be an issue uh, <laughs> worth considering anymore. I'm permanently scarred by the right. prospect he's, of being sued. He's been jaundiced by even the, by even the potential. Yeah. Hey, it's a tough world out there. There are people friends. on The Walking Dead with knife arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll need the doctors who can make knife arms in the future, Chris. <laughs> what if he did it oh, himself? Man. What? What if the person did it to themselves? Made oh the knife man! Arm? Oh my God! Self body modification. That'd be awful. Yeah. But you know it's going to happen. I mean, there right, exists that sect of society now. They already do it now. That are yeah. already into the body modification thing. Heavy right. for sure. And. Dude, I remember the first time I saw the the guy who turned himself into an actual feline. Like he turned himself <laughs> into a cat, too. right? And he has like his ears have been cut and sutured Sh back together right, to create pointy himself. ears. He sharpened his teeth. All that, like he's really become a lion. That guy does will. well in the zombie apocalypse. I yes. feel like that guy. That guy can go through the woods and climb up trees and just chill, like with the. He's with the, the real life saber tooth from the X Men. Right. Yep. Without the super strength, and so let me ask you guys this: All right, zombie apocalypse. Where, where, first place you go? Where do you try and go? Where's the first place you think you the can go? Zombie where you're apocalypse safe? escape plan. Escape plan, right? Yeah. I've always heard a good place to go. I've always heard airport. You get in the middle of an airport with a big wide tarmac. There's a fence around it, and you can see everything in a straight flat area for miles. So you can set up shop there. You get good field of vision. But you know, airport it also kind of traps you in. So to yeah. a certain extent, what, what do you guys think of? Uh, where's where do you head when the zombie apocalypse? You go for the mountains? Do you go for an island? What do you think? Well, you know, I've thought about that myself uh, uh, several times, you know, and it's, it is, it's an interesting question, a question you got to get to, right? Island is a provocative choice because sure. you could exist there for years, centuries even, sure. you know, like generations without being affected by anything else that goes on. But you have that one, one zombie, one person that's infected with the virus find their way on that right. island. And then the whole yeah. island's done. Then the whole, whole there's, island's compromised. There's no escape. So it's like, it's kind of like New Zealand. You just keep everything outside the border that could ever bring... I mean, uh, interesting fact, Australia has more poisonous animals, I think. And and vegetation. And, and vegetation yeah, yes. than anywhere else in the world. You can die very easily in Australia, uh, this is true. But in New Zealand, there are no poisonous or venomous animals that are indigenous to New Zealand. 
and they're right there. Like, what kind of biodiversity exists in that sect of the world? That's why the hobbits love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we have nerds on this show, y'all. Like, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. That we all understood that reference. Should we share? Or you know what, listeners, if you're li- why would hobbits like New Zealand? Google that and see what the internet tells you. <laughs> right. Right. Wait, exactly. make sure to Bing it, Ash Jeeves, Yahoo. Yes. Alton mm-hmm. Bright, yeah. everything. Because you yes. might actually find the answer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they might hide it from you on Google and put it on Bing. Microsoft is just trying to get your your business, you know? So they're trying to give you something a little extra. Animals. <laughs> Complete savages. Like, I almost want to Google that. Chris, what do you think? Where are you going, man? Zombie apocalypse. Where do you where do you head? Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on where you are. So if you're somewhere that is a pretty rough terrain, maybe a high altitude, I would say you try to get to the lowest altitude possible just because being on that mountain is not a good thing, especially if someone in your camp is compromised. Right. Yeah, so you want to get somewhere where you have a flat plane and you have the ability to run wherever you can. <laughs> I agree okay, with that. Okay, so temperate, you want to stay near the... Uh... The ocean is what you're saying. Down, seashores maybe. Just at sea level. Sea level. I don't want to be anywhere where I can take a you know a hundred foot fall. Okay. Good good point. All right. Right. All right. All right. Which goes back to the airport. It's a flat, flat surface. You don't have to worry about falling off anything. Right. Uh, But what about different areas of the world? Who's more likely to survive? Is it temperate climates? Is it cold climates? Shit, you know, do you to have the, to deal with the winter, right? Or do you want to be in a warmer environment? You know, I think because there are some climates that are generally hot throughout the entirety of the year, I would rather go there. Right. So you're you're we're, we're we're going towards the equator, is what you're saying? Okay, so the zombie apocalypse is now turning into a vacation. Well, no. Where do you go to, gotta go to near best maximize your chances to survive? Yeah, yeah, yeah but I mean, but the but temperature relates to like, okay, how are the zombies gonna fare? Like, if you go move on a mountaintop in the Canadian Yukon, you're not gonna have a lot of zombies, but you're also trapped in a frigid part of the world on top of a mountain for the rest of your life. You go to you go to a nice you know you go to the Gobi Desert. Now you're in a nice hot place. The zombies aren't gonna make it there. Usually they're gonna rot. They're gonna corrode, predation, all that stuff. But then you're stuck in the Gobi Desert. It's very arid though. Right. So they might actually be preserved a little longer than they would if you were in, you know, the Okefenokee Swamp. I guess you're right. In Georgia, you gotta have humidity. I guess you're right. They would fall apart in that humidity. Good call. So we're staying here for the zombie apocalypse, other than than the winters. Well, I know, I know that if I'm gonna survive anywhere in the zombie apocalypse, it's gonna be what I know best. In Atlanta, right? That's (laughs) Georgia. I mean, we're lucky in Atlanta because this whole place, this whole the state is just a giant deciduous forest that we've carved a city into. So yeah. you have infinite places to camp and go yeah. and hide, and it's. I I'm mean, building. I'm building a treehouse. I'm right. getting up in the air. Oh, good yeah. call. I'm right. not staying on the yeah. ground. Right. Good like call. that's that's where you come into play, Chris. That engineering is going to be needed when we're erecting trees, fifty feet off the floor. But I mean, zombies. It, last I checked, don't climb, and anything that I've seen. Yeah, zombies don't climb, but you still have to consider some sort of safety about humans. And you have yeah. to go down and get food. You got to always supply, get provisions, all yeah. that stuff. Well, you need access to those trees. That's why I say don't be in the mountains. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So you got to be on flat land and you got to be able to climb, obviously. Have your multiple okay. tree houses, whatever. You know what? Maybe African savanna. Think about African savanna. You know, you yeah. got long plain, long flat plains, yeah. short short grass, but still kind of long grass, and then you have little canop- little trees groupings every now and then. But then there you go. But then you're also in an area where 
zombies Zombie are the lines. only thing trying to kill you. That's true as well. Good call. But you got to think though. See, if there's an army of zombies, the lions I think are going to be plenty occupied with the. <laughs> How about rainforest? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Rainforest, nice too. Very humid. Very, very you know, tropical climate. Obviously, uh, zombies. I can't imagine them being able to hack their way through dense jungle. So that's a pretty good call too. And I'd rather have to deal with uh, a jungle leopard than I would a African lion on the plane. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but again, there to AJ's point, you have to worry about animals. Almost, I mean, to a certain extent. Yeah, I guess there's really no perfect solution, really, is there? No, and that's yeah. why I guess it would it would be important to be able to have people who are, who would bring something to the table that would translate no matter where you end up. Right. Because your plan, the zombie apocalypse, you, you never know where you're going to end up. Right. I'll tell you, AJ. I, get, I think there is one person that we would want to have on our team with the zombie apocalypse. Who is that? Someone who works for NASA or SpaceX. So we can get the hell up off Earth. Good call. <laughs> find that. Find that second. Nice. Get to that How Glycine. do we get to Glycine four fifty one? That you other go. planet that has life on it or the space something station? like that. Right. What was the Elysium? International what was space it? Station. What was the? Uh, oh, right, the Elysium, Elysium? Right, uh, Yeah, I wanted yeah. to see that. Was it good? I never saw it, but I it looks awesome. It. I liked it. I liked Neil it. Neil Blomkamp, who did uh, District 9, which is an awesome movie. An that amazing I movie. That's the one I heard they're like doing a follow-up to District 9. District 9 was uh, the South African, the one that took place yeah. in South Africa. Yeah, but it was the little crab. Aliens, things. right. Yeah, yeah little the, bronze, yeah, right. It was a thinly veiled metaphor for apartheid a, era South yeah, Africa. Yeah, yes. it was. Right. It was definitely a futuristic apartheid. Right. Dude, like, honestly, like, is that an option? Getting to the space station, Chris. I think so. I can't su- you know, can't you know, I have though, a desire right? to go to the space station. So hey, yeah. If it takes the zombie but, apocalypse but for it, what to happens when that one pompously rich person with some sort of influence contracts a disease and finds a way to get up there oh. and traps well one, the virus population on the space station? And it becomes dead space. But hey, AJ, does money really matter at that point? More than having actual support. Influence. That's why I did. I did. I went from originally saying money to influence. People who have influenced a large number, like someone who has, you know what? I, people who have captivated a generation like a Hitler did. Right. Or, and this might be the only time you will ever hear oh, a comparison between Hitler Please and don't. Barack Obama. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, good. <laughs> but, yes. But, okay. oh, we're going there charismatic people like as terrible as the message that Hitler was preaching right as far as I'm concerned he convinced a lot of people he to convinced believe a lot of people he was a charismatic person he convinced a lot of people that what he believed in was something that they should believe in all right Barack Obama had that same charisma when he first was elected as the president of the United States there was a generation of people who believed his vision I believe a more positive vision right right <laughs> But there's those people who will be able to convince someone, you got to get me up on this space station. But you're bitten. But you got to give me a chance to survive. Oh, shit. <laughs> and they show up, and it's Alien, or District 9, or Duke, Doom. Right. Doom. Doom. I almost said Duke Nukem. Duke Doom. Doom. Classic. Right? Right. Which actually, you know what, got a bad rap, but I really enjoyed that movie, and The Rock in that movie. Dwayne. We are all over the place with this conversation <laughs> right now. I'm definitely doing a classic AJ <laughs> on Dude Logic. It's all good. But yeah, man, I think uh, that's the thing. is There are certain environments that, whereas they are secluded, like we talked about being on the, the spaceship or uh, space 
station right. or an island, as soon as someone is infected, everyone's infected. So how do you find oh, that yes. perfect balance between somewhere that is secluded enough but also open enough that you can get out if all the shit hits the fan? Well, Ayana's good for that situation, right? Because you are scared to open the hatch and just throw them out into space, right? Right. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> say that, Bye. Say that yeah. again? Bye. All right. No, but honestly, I I really feel like Ayana undersell herself, undersold herself, and that yes, we live in a metropolitan city, but she spent many a year with her family, and what we would consider the country. Absolutely. You bring some skills to the table. Probably not being able to totally useful, exist in multiple environments. I mean, I've lived in other temperate climates as well. Yeah. So I mean. I'm definitely I, bringing the ability to create moonshine. There you go. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. I mean, right. what else are we gonna do? We're, we're gonna we're gonna grow plants and we're gonna drink moonshine. Right. Uh, life. We're gonna kill make zombies. sure we kill zombies. Right. Yeah. Plenty, plenty of that. Hey, but you gotta escape from time to time. Sure. Sure. Everyone needs a hobby. Mm. Yeah. Even in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Even, yeah. even in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Hey, there's gonna be someone trying to invent TV in the zombie apocalypse. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. To yeah. pass wow. the time. Oh yeah. It's gonna happen. Get, get back to. Civilization. Yep. Oh yeah, that would be crazy. That would happen. Someone would be trying to bring reality TV back to the zombie oh gosh, apocalypse. No, stop that. Oh my god, it would happen. <laughs> It'd be brutal. It would. Could you imagine reality television? Probably be classier than it is now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. True. Eat a zombie. True. They, they all be. They have game shows and stuff like <laughs> the Zombie Bachelor. Right. Exactly. <laughs> zombie <laughs> bachelor. Right. Do zombies even vocalize? Or, or do they just groan? They kind of just. They just kind of groan. Some of them hiss and growl and stuff. What was that like in the Walking Dead zombie movie where they got oh, better? No, they were vampires. They were vampires. Where like he got better, yeah. No, no, that, that was zombies. It's warm yes. bodies. Warm bodies. Oh, they're soft. It looked it's hilarious. It's probably one of my favorite. Okay, it looked of, awesome. cor- of course the girl is gonna say that warm bodies. The romantic Chick logic. <laughs> the romantic <laughs> one of the zombie movies right. was one of my favorites. Where zombies was- fall in love. Yeah, but with love, but love was the reason why they got better. Right, love is and in they the didn't air. necessarily come back the same. So maybe it's something like resurrection, but you know. They came back, you know, they had a lot of uh, residual memories from the other brains that they were eating. Right. So they were you know what, I, I appreciate what you just brought to the table, though. Because of all of the movies, you just brought a scenario, a zombie scenario, right. if you will. We've been very one-sided this whole time. We're loving about people. The zombies. We're loving people, people who have a deep abiding love for humankind, are the cure to zombieism. Right, look at that. Hmm. Look at that. So the, the hateful people of the world will perish, but those who have learned to love their neighbors, what the world needs now, okay, so now will so, survive. So, so hold on, so now the zombie apocalypse is, is a religious apocalypse as well? So, so, it's like so a now, rapture. Oh, you know. hey, so surviving we, we, we the zombie cannot, apocalypse is, you know, going to heaven? We cannot take away that there are people who believe that there is a religious component to if the zombie apocalypse occurs. Are right. you serious? Are you serious? Well, you know, it is the apocalypse, no. right? Also, plus, I mean, you got to think, that what were the 12 apostles who rose, walked, traipsed through, his, traipsed through Jerusalem from the graves? Yes. Early scripture, you know? Zombies. Yes. First case of zombieism. Boom. It's in the I Bible. I have heard that before. I've it's heard in the, the Bible. I've heard the... Um, it's Biblish. The, it's Biblish. Biblish. Huh. <laughs> I've heard the, the it's other... Uh, something, something like that. It's in the Holly Bible. It says Holly some Bible. sort of like that. I think, I believe, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> right. I, and and I've seen the other um, 
I guess theories about zombieism, you know, from the voodoo stuff, the voodoo the stuff, right. and the Haitian yes. stuff. I've seen that stuff as well. Serpent in the Rainbow, so, that old movie. The oh old my Bill goodness, Yo, some of the, the older uh, zombie movies are great. Yeah, man. I hear I haven't now watched the season, but uh, the the show. What is the show where Angela Bassett is on there right now? Um, oh, American Horror Story. American Horror Story. Great. Right. Heard good things about it. I have it. not seen that. Season you should. Yet, I got it. But I hear that there were some, you know, some. Yeah, there was some voodooism. There was a lot of voodooism and. Voodooism. Um, a, like lot of, a lot of I just of created it, something that doesn't exist. Right, though. right. So you know, listening a, a, a lot on of, Dude Logic, I know that it is no such thing voodoo as voodooism. Things. We create words here. We do that. This is the this is language. We're not slaves to this. They don't words don't control us. We control <laughs> yes. them. This is why we bring Anthony doesn't to the show. Us. He doesn't know the box exists. Right. What, what box? box? Boxless. <laughs> the boxless wonder. That's, box? That was my nickname. Which box? Which box? All boxes. The box that they keep trying to put me in. <laughs> that I sorted myself out of. Stop Man. it. Let's right. get back on topic. Back on topic. Hey, I we will say, probably, on I mean, the topic, hell. though, of zombies being in the Bible. Yeah. What do you think about this perspective? Those who, apparently, in the rapture, as stated in Revelation, would be left on Earth. Would they be zombies? Right. Hmm. Right. So it could be a, So every non-Christian could turn into a zombie during the rapture. And then, but see, then that wasn't making it because then all the good Christians are, be, are up in heaven, though, right? So then it's only zombies left on the ground here, right? But so, I mean, but is that purgatory for the humans that are left behind? I mean, I don't know if it becomes purgatory because it's still here, because, I guess. Because I mean, you have to deal with still... the. I, I, don't, I don't know for me that the religious aspect of it doesn't, in that scenario, doesn't make sense to me because if, if we're using it as the rapture and. Wait a minute, wait. Something that doesn't make sense about religion? Go on, you surprise me. <laughs> If we're talking about the rapture, you're saying that um, the zombies are, so it becomes literally hell on earth, and sure. being in hell is being a zombie. So what are the human beings that are, you know, left? Right. If, if all the good Christians have ascended to heaven, okay, so so that's 15% of the population. <laughs> not even. Not, not even, much. yeah. Okay. 15% of the 70% of Christians it's, in America. 144,000, was that the number? Yeah. Right. If you're, if yeah. you're from, the, from the Jehovah's Witnesses, Witness, if you're right. a Jehovah's Witness, yeah. it's 144,000. So okay. So yeah. here's what here's what it is. Then good Christians all go up to heaven. Everyone else is a zombie. The bad Christians who tr who were Christian but didn't make it to heaven, they're the humans left on the earth to deal with the zombies. Oh. And that's their chance to repent. That's their chance to try and earn their place. They kill as many zombies as they can. That's how they get their place into Did heaven. Did you just create your own religion? I just <laughs> created my own religion. Wow. Demetritism. <laughs> that's the first time that's happened here on. Dude, Dude logic. We're doing amazing things on Dude Logic, my friends. We've crafted this religions today. This is the Bizarro today. episode. Safety 13. tip. <laughs> it's all happening. We're saving lives. One horrible idea at a time. <laughs> Practical and religious ways here right. on Dude Logic right. today. We're, we're, we're helping you spiritually, physically, and mentally. How do we help these people emotionally in, this, in the zombie apocalypse? How do we keep people smiling? <laughs> Turn on Dude Logic. <laughs> That's right. There you With go. With the one Wi-Fi signal that we can trace somehow still. <laughs> All right. I do believe Chris just volunteered to transcribe every episode of Dude Logic so that we have it to read in the zombie apocalypse where we no longer have technology. Thank you very much for... You know, volunteering to do that, Chris. We appreciate it. Hey, you. if we have any programmers out there, you know, if you have a really good transcription software that you want to you wanna give to us, go ahead. Send it our way. 
Because I'm not doing <laughs> Even it. Even if we're going to do it. Um, you know, <laughs> just do a book of Eli style. Just, you know. That's right. Just, hey, man, program look, someone to Oral be. traditions. Everyone who's listening to Dude Logic, remember these episodes <laughs> and pass them down. All right, verbatim. Yes, to your generations. And don't miss any of the details because the, the details and oral tradition are what's the most important. Let's just treat okay. Dude Logic like Scarface. Watch it. Right. You, know, you watch Scarface about 100 times. You memorize all the lines. Dude Logic, just keep right. listening to it. All Memorize the lines. <laughs> well, are you repeat. one of those people, Ayana, that has seen Scarface 15 times but never all the way through? And no, I, th- I think I put maybe only seen it on screen three times. Wow. And I haven't made it through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I, um, Most rappers pass their first three Scarface screenings in four days after getting real? the DVD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At nine, age nine, they start watching I, um, Scarface. Mm-hmm. When they, when they got week. to the point where they were cutting off the arms or something yeah. in the bathroom, I turned it off. It's, it's a little brutal, yeah. for sure. De Palma. Yes. Yeah, it was De Palma's known for depicting, uh, you know, yeah, very graphic. violence. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, so I, I was just like, okay, well, everyone says this is what happens in the movie, so I'll just read the synopsis and, and, and go with it, because right. I, I couldn't watch it. Wow. No, I take the, I, I take that back. I, I made it, the second time I watched it, I made it until where um, the friend gets caught sleeping with the sister. Right, right. Don't worry, listeners of Dude Logic, we will add, no, no, no. we will add a, what do you call those? A uh, spoiler alert. Right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. For those who haven't seen Scarface yet. For those of you who have not seen Scarface, <laughs> we'll add that later. We're 30 oh, years late oh, to the party. Oh, no, that was like a, a significant plot part? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Dang. My bad. AJ visibly perturbed, I want to mention, that she spoiled Scarface for people who have not seen Scarface. I did. I did a little bit. <laughs> AJ grimaced for a second. Bit. He was like, oh, someone uh, might not know. Ah. People see Scarface in the womb, I think, these days. That's the, Oh, man. I, I watched it way before I should have seen most, any kind most, of violence. Yeah, most people do. I, sure. I'm not going to name anybody, but I had a cousin who let me see it before I should have seen it. <laughs> right. Shout out to my cousins. Love y'all. <laughs> so so hold, hold on. I'm sorry. We just have to go back to this. Mm-hmm. Are you serious that the main thing that happens in Scarface is that the dude? Oh, that's, that's the main, the main thing? thing? That's, no, but it's a major thing. plot point. Yeah. Wow. It is. Really? It is. It is. Yeah. yeah. It happened. I mean, that's that's a significant event in the storyline for sure. Okay. All right. Wow. I didn't realize how important it was. Oh no. It's. I mean, it's, it's cool. You know, we, we appreciate. You ruined everything. <laughs> this dude is crazy. It seems like he likes his sister. This is weird. Right. Right. Yeah. It's a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. All so, right. Guys. So, interesting episode. We are now calling from the zombie apocalypse to Scarface. Yep. Right. How did that happen? I don't know. Run the tape back. Let's listen to it. And comment on it and start this episode all over hey, again. Hey, the, the central Was... factor is Dude Logic. <laughs> it, it came there from Dude Logic. Right. There yeah. you go. It's just a dude's way. Yes, this actually happens in barbershop, it. ladies. Yes, ladies, we will have a conversation in the barbershop that will go from the zombie apocalypse to Scarface. Scarface. Yep. Absolutely. Thank like you it. very much. Just that quickly. That happened. Very organic, this process. <laughs> so, Chris, I mean, is there anything else that you want to talk about? About the zombie apocalypse? Yeah. Hmm. You know, yes, 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 I, I do. What do you do about kids in the zombie apocalypse? Mm. Oh, wow. Murder them all, next discussion. Try and keep them alive. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, kids are rough, man. That's a tough one, because it's like, what are, you, what are you even raising your kid? What kind of world are you even bringing them up into? Like... Are they going to enjoy even a second of it? No, no, it's no. So, what age is too young? 
Because I feel like a baby makes you susceptible. Oh, bro, Judith. Like it's... Well, you know, Judith didn't survive this long in a comic. Right, right, right. So, I mean, they're just doing it. Like, they, they've, they've taken some turns from the comic, for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. a baby, I mean, they're you know, babies cry even when they, they shouldn't. Right, right. Oh, man. So, who are going to be the heartless people that are like, hey, children below the age of three just can't make it? Right. Oh, that's a tough. That's a tough straw to draw. You don't want to draw that short straw, man. Jesus. But are there people who are capable of it in the zombie oh, apocalypse? Oh my God! Okay. Yeah. There are people who are capable of it right now. Yep. I mean, there's there's maniac savages out there, man. Yep. It's, this, you know. I mean, so it's crazy. Like, think about some of the worst victims of the zombie virus that would pop up during the zombie apocalypse. Like, imagine you have some young kid who's just finished up puberty and he's gone super man beast. And then he gets bit. What? <laughs> wait. What? Wait, wait, what did you just... He goes man beast. You know what I'm saying. Chris, Chris, is that yeah. official? Is it... What just happened? Yeah, yeah. I don't really... I mean, I think I might know what you mean, but I really don't. <laughs> is this the Urban <laughs> Dictionary the urban word dictionary. of the day? <laughs> the Urban, urban dictionary, dictionary word of the day, of the day is... is. It's the Urban Dictionary Award of the Day. Well, it that's is. awesome. I love when that happens. That's great. Yes. Fancy that. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what that felt like? That felt like a Sesame Street, like, this is the letter of the day right. moment. Yeah. But, yeah, we, I have I no like idea it. what going man beast is. Yeah, so, Anthony. okay, so going <laughs> what man is that? So describing someone who's gone man beast, it's a term used to describe a teen that didn't just hit puberty. He beat the shit out of puberty. <laughs> All right, when a person is goes man-beast, it usually means that they hit puberty before all of their other peers, so they end up with just jacked-up, monstrous physiques, lower voices, and scraggly young person facial hair that's the envy of their entire class. <laughs> so We're is talking that about one of the, the scariest that hits a five-inch growth spurt Those are the scariest the victims because they have limitless energy, and they're just ravenously horny because they're going through puberty, and they're hun- <laughs> they've got, now they're hungry for brains. That's terrible. There's nothing fun about that, right? It's not. <laughs> Urban Dictionary word of the day: Going man beast. <laughs> George Collin had a great bit one time about how you know rats will do a lot of awful things, but rats will never sleep with a dead rat. <laughs> but there are human beings who will sleep with dead human beings. Yeah, it actually happens. It actually exists, and it's like even rats won't go necrophilia. that far. Right, necrophilia. It's and you you see you hear stuff like that, you're just like, what? There's no way to even really explain that. And then it's like, but yeah, even a rat is like, oh god, no, I'm not. Come on. Come on, what am I, you know? <laughs> what am I, human? Here. What am I, human? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, so, That's anyway. hilarious. Oh, man, sounds like we're going to have to have Anthony on for future episodes, Chris, that we have in mind. Because he just touched on a... Did I just touch on the necrophilia topic you guys were planning? Was that... <laughs> no, no, it wasn't necrophilia. It was, was that necrophilia. <laughs> but there was something else in that conversation that you definitely could okay, uh, impart. Okay, awesome. So you know, if the if the listeners of Dude Logic vote you back on the island, I'm I'm always glad to be here, man. Back. I appreciate the chance to talk to you guys. It's always a blast. Love hanging out with the Dude Logic squad. Man, so Chris, I mean, I feel like we've exhausted. Well, you can never exhaust discussion about the zombie apocalypse. This could go on invariably for the rest of our lives. But we've done some serious work here today. We've done some work here yeah. today, and we encourage so the listeners actually to continue the the discussion at your place of work. Right. <laughs> On social media, everywhere Absolutely. you can. If you go ahead and write in the show, and we'll give you all that information later, maybe you can give us some future topics we can talk about on the zombie apocalypse so we can continue and bring this conversation back to life. But I feel like it's a perfect opportunity to introduce our new segment, 
called Dude Logic Musings. So this is where we here on Dude Logic will take the opportunity to just talk about whatever we feel like talking about. Just let it see where the conversation goes. Our stream of consciousness, if you will. Dude Logic Musings, yeah. So Ayana, what do you want to talk about? Well, I told you mine the other day. What was you remember? It? I'm trying to remember. Remind me. That's... I hate when I take my car to um, ballet. Oh wow! And, and they change my uh, my seat setting. Right. And I don't realize it until I get on the freeway and I can't, you know, feel the pedal. Right. Or I right. can't see out of the the mirrors. And it's just like I I never remember to do it when I pick the car up from valet. I right. never I never remember to do it when I um, pick the car up from the mechanic. Sure. And I, I don't realize that the mirrors and everything are changed until I get on the freeway and I try and, like, merge or something. Right. And it's like, oh, my God, why wouldn't they leave them alone? I mean, do you know how long? It, it usually takes three minutes to do it anyway because you got to check the seat and you got to, you know, lift the steering wheel up. You have to fold the lights out. You got to do all this other stuff just to, you know, drive. And once you get it set up, you know, it's so hard to get it back to that point. Right. It's like you spend time to set it the way you want it to be, and then the second you get back in your car from getting it clean and detailed, you got to reconfigure your entire situation all over again for, in 20 <laughs> seconds. You, you know, know what that sounds like? First world problems. It is. Right. It's, it's definitely a first world <laughs> problem. Why we have car companies that have created buttons that allow you to take everything right. and put it right Preset. back. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't figured out how to do my right. preset Mirrors, yourself. <laughs> Mirrors, seats, and as a, you know, someone who's worked in the valet industry before. Uh, it's just my habit to check mirrors. Sure. And so, you know, Sensible. whenever I pick up stuff, you know, if I'm picking up my car from somewhere, the first thing I do is adjust my seat back to where it was and fix my mirrors. Right. And it's just habit. It just becomes yeah, something I, that you do. Yeah, but I didn't even realize. My yeah. thing is that I usually don't even realize it. Because I'll get in. As long as my feet can touch the pedals, I'll get in and I'll, I'll make it work. But I don't yeah. realize the mirrors are changed until I get on the freeway. And that's, I guess for me, that's why I use my mirrors more because I... I You've set them up. You've cut. You've, yeah, you've yeah. augmented like, them in a way. I, I can see enough of that side of the road. I can see enough of this side of the road. Right. I've almost gotten rid of my blind spot. Like so. <laughs> yeah. You're inches away. From yes. A if blind I can just figure out, you know, if I need to put another cushion on the actual seat or whatever. Or you can add one of the uh, the little circular mirrors that you can put on the. Uh, yeah, those things side are view. tricky, tricky, tricky. Yeah. yeah. So AJ, those on that topic, actually, I have a question for okay. you. Okay. As a yes. valet, when you're in someone's car and you're parking it, and you have to let one rip, what do you do? Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you wait till you get out of the car. You do. He yeah. answered it seriously. <laughs> or when you're when you're, when you're running to the car, <laughs> it provides an amazing opportunity for you to get rid of it before you oh, enter wow. their vehicle. Right. So you know this person isn't going to be back for the rest of the night. Maybe if you're at a hotel. They're not going to get the car until yeah. tomorrow. You turn the car into a Dutch oven? <laughs> I am not. Uh, it's, you I was know, it's say, just, this podcast just got classy. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, but I am a man of ethics, and I do not feel that I should Dutch oven anyone's vehicle <laughs> ever. So as a man of principle, I never did it. <laughs> but okay. I'm not going to say it does not guy. happen. Who's, should they say chivalry's dead? Look at this. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen. <laughs> it's like working in a restaurant. You know, I've worked in a restaurant before. Now, I know that I never did anything. Oh, man. But I'm not positive that others did it. Right. And right. I can't speak on it. <sighs> like, I, I'm just going to say, if you're out there, 
don't piss the people off who deal with your food. Thank seems so, you. Seems so simple. Yes. Oh. I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day about that. When you go to dinner with someone for the first time and you meet them for the first time and you, you like what you, you love them, you're getting a good vibe, and then they, they misbehave in front of or they mistreat a white person. Yes. And the second that happens, immediately I'm like, all right. AJ's great. You're not I can't work. stand if I'm on a date and somebody, we, we talked about that before on a previous episode, <laughs> but if somebody that I'm on a date with disrespects the wait staff you just lost so much respect for me like, all of it for me it's personally. so like why is it hard to treat another human being see with in respect? my opinion i've seen the way like my whole thing about the process of waitressing and waitering and just when someone cooks you a meal and it's just like oh bring me my food young squire like it feels to me so like archaic and just like this feudal it's like your royalty and you're just oh someone bring me my plate sit it in front of me and lay out my silverware so i can so here's the thing so if someone's gonna be willing to actually do that job for me and help me out and give me a meal that way, I'm going to treat them like a, like gold because what a beautiful, like, it's that's an incredible service to provide to people. Yeah. Like, it's just so unnecessary. Like, I would easily have someone ding the bell and I'll go up and pick up my own food and bring it over to my table Absolutely. and eat it. Like, I would, do, I would do that without even thinking about it, and it's fair. Food but, is love. Right. I mean, really, think about it. Even from the most basic perspective, you are feeding someone nourishment that will sustain life right like food people who cook for you who like everybody loves that woman in the neighborhood who oh. will cook for everybody else in the neighborhood of course it's one of the most and selfless acts it, you like, can do like it is but then people do it for a living and you treat them like crap right exactly <laughs> how much does that like oh how i have much to pay money for this make? oh okay then i can just whatever yeah it's it's awful i agree i had an experience going out last night very funny that you guys bring this up where um a friend of my a friend of mine and I had a discussion about uh, tip practices, mm-hmm. and so it was it was just weird. It's I I never worked in the serv- in directly in the food service industry. I was a hostess, right? And even as a hostess, I would never mistreat any of my white people. But it's because I know you know they only get paid two dollars an hour. You know, of course. they they very rarely have health insurance. Usually they're young and you know trying to do other stuff. And even when usually they're, they're not, working their asses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and even when they're not young, if if there are older people that have that seriously have a joy of right. certain, some, some people, people love to do 100%. this. One hundred percent. I one hundred percent agree. I mean, I got things that I like to do. Most of the time, I don't get paid for them. Right. Someone is making a conscious choice. Well, well some people. Not right. all people that are wait staff are doing this. But some people are making a conscious choice to be there to serve you. You need to treat them with respect. Yes. However, a lot of that is not taught these days. It's, it's apparently out of fashion to, you know, be human. Seriously? So, right. The city of Atlanta needs to pay me for the, for like, Citywide for, Literally for, for bringing people for the promo- promotion of the city of Atlanta that I do. That is part of the reason why I love Atlanta is that there are still hole-in-the-wall restaurants where people will serve you your food and they are happy. Like, they love that you took your time out of your day to come to their restaurant right. and spend time with them. And they love serving you. Like, there's yes. an art to it. And they dig it. And they should be paid. Yeah. And right. they should be paid well. And like, if you can't afford to pay them, stay home. Yes. Because right. yes. honestly, well, of you who are out there, who like, what human being doesn't love to eat? Like, a oh love man. a good meal, like that one thing. Or even it's, it doesn't even always have to be a meal. Some people just like providing Drinks, the the, right. the um the the 
location yeah. for you to socialize because they get off on that energy. So, right. you know, some people have event halls because they want to be around when they have the, you know, quinceañeras and the cotillions and the, you know, other, you know, family events, family reunions and, and wow. all, all of these celebrations. Some people get off on that pub, yeah. that, that positive and public energy that they want to be there. They want to create a place where you can come, everybody come and have a good yeah. time. I just, you and keep reminding me of first world problems today. Maybe I'm just, I mean, think about it. Like, we're in a country where it matters what the place we decide to eat in looks right. like right. or feels like. Of course. Yeah. And there are other places in this world where people just need food. No, oh, yeah. dude, it's, yeah. That's crazy. You can't even compare. Like, I mean, how beautiful our lives are that that's a question that we get to ask. Like, do I want to go to a restaurant where I have to dress up today or, or do I just get to wear some sweatpants? Yeah. Right. That's yeah. so what I was saying earlier. It's like we, the poorest people, the most impoverished people in our country live like kings compared to some entire countries. Absolutely. In yeah. some cases, like literally. Well, you know, I have a Chris's Gripes. All right, there you go. Chris's Gripes. Chris's Gripes. AJ's Gripes. AJ's Gripes. AJ's Gripes. We know about these things. You know, Groupon, Living Social, all these things that enable you to really get out there and experience a lot of things that you wouldn't normally experience. But my gripe today has to do with using a Groupon and going to a restaurant. When you go to a restaurant and you use your Groupon, you may end up having to pay, you know, maybe one or two dollars on the bill. But please, please tip on the entire amount of oh. the bill. Good Do not God. stiff your waiters, please. Ugh. They work hard for that, man. And just because you bought your Groupon and you spent 50% less than you would have in the restaurant, don't stiff the waiters. They still need to get paid on that entire amount of the bill, man. I can tell you as a former waiter, being that I've been in wait staff before, that there were days that I went to work and I spent more on the gas it took to get there than people would tip me in my pocket. Yeah. And then there are days where I went home with more money than I could count. Right. right. But that is very rare. <laughs> like, tip your waiters. <laughs> they, 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 I mean, seriously, at one point in my life, I needed it to live. Right. Tip your waiters. Yeah. yeah. Tip yeah. your wait staff. Tip your wait staff. Tip your wait staff. Cheers but yeah, yeah, I never understood why it would even go through people's mind. Oh, I just paid half the money I would have paid for this meal. But I'm gonna go ahead and stiff somebody and right. pay them half. With, but they did time. the same amount of work. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, you already are getting ahead by saving twenty five dollars on this meal to begin with. Why would you take it away from somebody else who needs it? Ridiculous. Hey. It's so frustrating. Hey, but that's called common sense, right? And common sense. Oh, ain't it's not. I call it uncommon sense. <laughs> right. Right. It's become you know common sense is no longer common. It's very uncommon. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, let's be real. <laughs> like, yeah. there are people who do not think about anybody else as they float through this life. Or if they do, they have such uh, warped opinions. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know if maybe they're sociopaths or something. But All those. They have Macaulay such Culkin and, uh, what was bad it? Bad son? The, the bad son. son. The good, good son. Good son, yeah. yeah. Buddy was crazy. Yeah, right. was. I mean, but, okay, if we're going to go there, Tupac and Juice. Yeah. Like, the first 15 minutes of Juice, I, I saw it, um... Maybe last year for right. the first time. Nice. And first 15 minutes, I was like, Tupac gonna get everybody killed. <laughs> mm -hmm. Tupac is crazy. Right. And I was tweeting the whole time, and everyone's like, You've never seen it. I was like, it was I've never seen this movie. movie. Yeah, man. Bishop gonna get everybody messed up. Right. Everybody about to die. His <laughs> eyes, man. He's got crazy him. eyes, man. 
Hey, people forget that Tupac went to acting. He went to drama right. school. Oh, yeah. Well, so he was Tupac, Tupac is a very talented, oh, very talented man who, in, whose memory incensed me on Facebook the other day. A friend of mine is in Peru. In, uh, I think she's in Machu Picchu. Right, okay. And there's a street there named Tupac Amaru. Nice. So she gets on Facebook and says, oh, my God. Did you know that they have a street named after Tupac down here? And oh. I said, "Oh, well, well, maybe you would know that Afeni oh named him God. after a popular Hispanic, you know, um, I guess freedom fighter yeah. right. would be the revolutionary yes. leader, yeah. yes. whatever." I'm like, "No, no, Tupac was Tupac was not the first Tupac." Right. Like Tupac made it to Machu Picchu yeah. and just they, it yeah, wasn't and, so and they much. named the street. We loved after him so much. We had to. It, was, <laughs> you it know? wasn't just a rap moniker. Is that what you're telling me here? Right. No, just, no. I it mean, wasn't just a rap. Yes. I'm, I'm very well aware of that. But no, but she, but she didn't know did that. Then right. She didn't know that it wasn't a moniker. That it was an actual yeah. name. She yeah. didn't know that it was an actual person beforehand. Mm -hmm. And then I had to post the Wikipedia to the original, you know, person for her to kind of realize right. what I was like. Right. No, like. I now, if you can, now if you go to Machu Picchu and you find Little Boozy Boulevard, <laughs> or, like, or, or Nicki Minaj like, way, Free Boozy way, right? Free Boozy. Or like, Wait, uh, on, is right. he free already? I think he's free. Already. He is free. <laughs> how come? Oh, oh my God. God! The funniest thing I saw on, on Facebook, like, how come nobody was screaming "Free Petey Pablo"? I saw that the day after <laughs> Boozy. That's so funny. The day after Boozy was free, that's so funny. People were like, "Yo." How come I'm nobody sorry. was screaming free was Petey terrible. Pablo? But Petey Pablo, I think, was freed like the day after Boosie. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Nobody, nobody cared about... Nobody said free about... Mystical? Hey, uh, well, Mystical went to jail for raping somebody? He I'm... did. Was yeah. that? Yeah. I wasn't saying free Mystical. No, I don't <laughs> no, want... No, no, no. I wasn't well, saying hey, free Boosie. Mark Kelly should have gone to jail and people still want him concerned. free, so, I mean... Shoot. Man, uh... I don't even know. What did Boosie do? I still don't know. Nobody wants Who to tell knows? me. Who knows? Nobody's snitching on Boosie, y'all. <laughs> right. Nobody is snitching on Boosie. I don't care what he went to jail for. He was... I don't know. You know, they, they've propped this guy up so much. Like, he's a really... I'm I'm not here to say that Lil Boosie ain't talented or whatever. But but I, I feel like the... It goes back to the beginning of this conversation. The fanaticism right. that some people have about these music yeah. artists that aren't even okay i don't want to say they aren't even good because it makes me feel bad because i remember when they were saying that you know tlc wasn't that good right, but tlc right. is one of the best-selling um you know female groups of all time i yes. remember rest in peace left eye yes, yes. rest in peace uh, please so i remember uh, when you know when i was a teenager people were saying oh your music sucks dude. it ain't real music you know you gotta listen to this you gotta course, listen to that right. and i still love that and this and and i love tlc but i don't know if you know what Lil Boozy makes is really music. Like, <laughs> right, right. Boozy needs to stick to the rivers and the lakes that he's used to. Yes. <laughs> Not I'm trying sorry, to like, I, I don't think that don't he's chasing, truly a chasing. musician. Like, I, I, I'm... You are I, entitled to your opinion here on Dude Logic. I, I guess so. But Ayana is officially saying, Boosie, you suck. That's what <laughs> I'm she not said. saying Boosie, you suck. That's what she said. I'm saying that That's I respect musicians that make music. Hey, they call and, me an instigator and, here on Dude Logic. Hey, let's you know, go ahead and lump some other rappers into hey, that Boosie, discussion. Ayana is yeah, a we hater. Yeah, we could put all the other, I mean, a bunch of other rappers I was in gonna there. Say, I was debating between going with Lil Boozy Boulevard or Rich Homie Quan Way. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Rich Homie. As the street name reference. Yes, When I first heard that song, Some Type of Way, I was just like, this is... this is. So what things are right now. Me. This is That's really where know. things are right now. First of all, I don't understand half of the rap. No one I, I does. Feel, I feel like I an old know. person. No one does. You know I'm what like, I don't me understand of? half of it. Any of y'all remember back in the day, an artist by the name of Snow, Snow 
The informer. Informer. Everyone. Just, 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 well. I Nobody knew what he was saying. On the, I actually but went and looked up the he's verse. He's like a Canadian white Patois. Jamaican. Right. You yes. never hear anyone speak Patois like that. And there was a white dude. I mean, no one understood what he said because yeah. he's... Yeah. Yeah. He's speaking so I was lost. I mean, but that's how I feel right now. I feel like half the rap songs sound like... Uh, Charlie Brown and, right. and the trombone. And then, you like, know, I, I hear the, you know, the chorus, shit, or, right. you know, who knows what the chorus is going to be. That's a perfect uh, rap chorus. <laughs> shit. I mean, there, there's a song out right now where the chorus yes. is shit. I mean, wow. that, that's it. I, I mean, it's not as high pitched and joyous as that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a happy well, No, person. but it's like, I, I agree. Like, I don't think people even claim to understand future anymore. Like, oh, I think nah, when you hear future, you're just like, oh, future oh, mumbles. I mean, oh, and it's like, I don't know what he's And even... Sierra is oh, marrying him. Apparently. Right. Yo, yo, don't get me talking Sierra, about that. Yo. You used to be a bell ringer. And then, uh, she, she's officially fallen off. She is fought. As soon as I heard her and Future were having a child together. Really now? Uh, Sierra has lost her shine in my heart. It Free hurts. Bands. And you know what? I'm not going to hate on their love. I'm, I'm happy that she has found somebody that she loves. Because she had found them before the other three girls. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not a hater, so I'm not going to continue with this. I'm right. not a hater. Anyway. So, good luck to you, Future and Sierra. So, yes, I'm glad you found the rapper we can have. Lil Boozy, We're Chummy Quan, Future. Yeah. All cats that need to stop doing what they're doing. My A is A O say A. <laughs> Wait, I feel like they just say vowel sounds sometimes, man. A I E A O U E O. One more courses. What about um your boy Noriega? Didn't he make two songs? He was like, oh no. And then he was like, yep. Yes, yep. he did. Yep. Yes, he did. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, what? Oh, what? Oh, it was oh, what? Oh, oh yeah. no, what? Yes. Yes, I yeah. remember that. I, I, that a Noriega fan from that way happened. back. Sorry. That actually happened. That happened. Yes. I mean, but some... I mean, what about that? Wasn't it a juvenile song that it was just high? Huh? Huh? I mean, yes. I don't even think there was a chorus. I think it was just, you know... That was the one ad-lib he used throughout the entire song. Yeah. Right. I know there was a guy in Atlanta a couple years ago named Kinfolk, Kiyashan, who had a song that was just called, All Right? And the whole chorus was just like, All Right? All Right? It was just over and over again. Are That's you all it was. Just one yeah. word. All Right? I, that is the most... A-I-G-H-T. Wow. That's so obscure. Right. And I appreciate you for your experience. I, I worked with <laughs> Bring, him for a while. At bringing that into the, because I've never heard that yeah, song. Yeah, right. I would right. love to hear it. I'll look for, I'll send you a cut of, all right, it's all right. Point. We might have to turn it into it's a epic. dude logic theme song. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no one else is using it. <laughs> you oh. might as well. Oh. 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 All right. Low blow. Think he'll ever listen to this? <laughs> yeah, thank y'all. Hey, can I interject here with another Chris's gripes? By all means. <laughs> ah, Chris's gripes. Because Chris isn't known for interjecting. At all. <laughs> AJ's gripes. AJ's gripes. Why is it that in small apartments, people choose to put these huge refrigerators in them? Like house-sized refrigerators. Dude, if I'm staying in a one-bedroom apartment like 750 square feet, why do I need this huge refrigerator and then I go to the grocery store and buy a ton of groceries and I still feel bad about myself because I'm filling up like 20% of the refrigerator? Like, what the hell? Go buy a small refrigerator so that I can feel good about what I made and what I was able to put into my refrigerator to feed myself and my family or whoever may be with me. Don't let me sit there and look at the refrigerator like, damn, what the hell? I bought like $150 worth of groceries 
and my refrigerator looks like this, damn. That's Chris's gripes. <laughs> that was It's epic. a tough world we live in, my friend. That I, was epic. I agree. <laughs> I agree. That man. that you know what? That reminded me of a, a, one of my favorite philosophers. That that get some Schopenhauer from that uh, reference right that there. That epic rant you just did. <laughs> Reminds me of a, a great man. That's all, I, that's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. <laughs> you know what? Can you just, just introduce this one, Chris? Oh, it's Bizarro episode, man. <laughs> Damn it, man. AJ's so tired of playing host. He doesn't, he's, I don't he's like walked this a mile role. in your shoes and he's not happy about it. I don't, I don't <laughs> like this role, man. This, this, uh, we definitely picked it's a lot of pressure. the appropriate roles. You, you hand me that. <laughs> and me just going off on whatever the hell I feel like talking about. So... It is, we have reached the end of our conversation here on Dude Logic today, so I want to go ahead and, as always, give each of our guests an opportunity to let us know what's going on and where can the people reach you. Anthony? Uh, you guys can find me at Twitter at Anthony Arasi, uh, same with Instagram, and uh, I'm on Facebook.com slash Anthony Arasi, and you can see me spout all my usual nonsense on there, as I do so often throughout the day, as I sit here and slave away in my studio job and uh that's about it man i just want to thank you guys again for having me it's always a pleasure love being on the dude logic podcast and uh it's a beautiful thing so and thank you always thank you for being on the show man thank you hey i'd like sure. to give a big shout out first of all to anthony for the the best mixed dude logic podcast episode of our tenure it does sound pretty good. I'm it not gonna It sounds lie. pretty amazing. It sounds pretty good. You guys, you guys, you guys like that high fidelity? Yeah, I know you guys like that. Uh. <laughs> All right, yeah. It's... That was a Jackie Moon moment from right. Semi Pro. Just like <laughs> Jackie Moon, baby. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And you guys are more than welcome anytime. It's always All a right, Ayana, what's going on with you? You you have anywhere you want people to reach you at? You can reach me on Twitter at Ayana Grady. All right. How do you spell that? A Y A. N-N-A-G-R-A-Y. At Ayana Grady on Twitter. Excellent, excellent. Chris, what about you? You can reach me on Twitter at CG Skeezy. That's at C-G-S-K-E-E-Z-Y. Check out my blog. It's www.thelifeandtimesofthemind.com. But actually, I should probably say thelifeandtimesofthemouth.com, right? Nah, you should today. <laughs> but you don't want to lead the people astray. Yeah, yeah, don't want to lead the people astray. So, yeah, go ahead, AJ. All right, you can reach me on Instagram at AJ underscore the underscore trainer. On Twitter at AJ's Meltdown. That's A-J-S-M-E-L-T-D-O-W-N. My blog, www.ajsmeltdown.com. And on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash train with AJ. All right. Boom. And as always, you can reach us here on Dude Logic old school through Gmail at Dude Logic, po well, Dude Logic Podcast at gmail.com. You can get us on Instagram and Twitter with the same name at Dude Logic Pod and Facebook backslash Dude Logic Pod. Thank you for AJ and Chris. We love you. Thank you very much, Diana and Anthony, for being on the show. Point smokes and dang. We'll see you next week. College Paul in the house. Peace. Dictator. Mostly on paper, Paul. National Scotch. Everybody. Check it out.
Well, it's the M.I. Crooked Letter. Ain't no one better. And when I'm on the microphone, you best to wear your sweater. Cause I'm cooler than a polar bear's toenails. Oh, hell, there he go again, talking that shit. Ben, corners like I was a curve. I struck a nerve. And now you about to see the Southern player serve. I heard it's not where you from, but where you pay rent. Then I heard it's not what you meant, but how much you spent. You got me bent like elbows, amongst other things, but I'm not worried. Cause when we step up in the party like a mouse, you scurry. So you get your fucking shine box and your sack of nickels. It tickles. See, you try to be like Mr. Pickles. Daddy facts, stacks, B-I-G-B-O-I. It's the same motherfucker that took them knuckles to your eye. And I try to warn you not to test, but you don't listen. Giving a shout out to my uncle Donnell, locked up in prison. Now throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, oh, dear. Now throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, oh, dear. Now, my oral illustration be like a Torah simulation to the female gender. Ain't nothing better, let me know when it's better enough to enter. If not, I wait because the future of the world depends on. If not, if not, the child you raise gon' have that nigga syndrome. Or will it know to beat the odds regardless of the skin tone? Or will it feel that if we tune it, it just might get picked on? Or will it give a fuck about what others say and get on? The early latest, cause we different, keep your heads to the sky. Like sign the blackness when I practice what I preach, ain't no lie. I be the baker and the maker of the piece of my pie. Now break a break a tenfold, can I get some reply? Now everybody say, your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, dear. Now throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, Oh, dear. Every day I sit while my nigga be in school, thinking about the second album at the dungeon shooting pool, like ES to the PN, cause we just to be in the zone. Honey, I'm home, but I'm not married, carrying a lot of problems around being frustrated. Now I'm sitting at the end of the month, I just made it Like you made the team And like your daddy's wife be making a coffee You heard the AT aliens, so back the hell up off Shh, softly, as if I play piano in the dark Find a way to channel my anger, not to involve The world's on stage and everybody got to play their part God, what's a mysterious way, so when he starts God was speaking through us, we be so sincere with it here No drugs or alcohol, so I can get the signal clear This day, put my clock away, I got a stronger weapon That never runs out of ammunition, so I'm ready for war Now, now throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit Everybody let me hear you say, oh dear Now throw your hands in the air And wave them like you just don't care And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit Everybody let me hear you say, oh dear Now throw your hands in the air And wave them like you just don't care And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit Everybody let me hear you say, oh dear Now throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if you like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, oh, yeah, yeah.